Hey, this is Elisa from Spoken Views Reno, and you're listening to Up in the Mix. Welcome to another edition of Up in the Mix, coming to you hot from the honeycomb hideout. This is Sean, a.k.a. The Truth, a.k.a. The Super Nicest, a.k.a. The R, Mr. R, a.k.a. Not the Black Dude That You Thought I Was. This is Caesar, a.k.a. De La Foto, your favorite neighborhood Mexican. Ernesto, Captain Kulo, Coach, Mr. Brunch, your local also, that poppy with the dad body, the brown man in the yacht club. How the fuck did he get here? El hombre de gente, the habitual line crosser, the honey badger, and the fucking baby whisperer. So, how is your week going? Uh, well, it's been a couple weeks, actually. It's been a couple weeks. Took yeah. last week off. Yeah, because I went to San Francisco for Day of the Dead with the family, you know? How was that? It was pretty good. Um, it was. I've been wanting to go to it, and it's just an awesome ceremony. They dance in the middle of the street, and then they do a little parade to uh, a park where they have uh, all the altars set up, and it was awesome. Nice. Then we went, got some drinks and some food in the mission, and... Got hooked up with DJ Soros. DJ, DJ Soros. Soros. Yeah, salute to you. Uh, thanks for letting us go to uh, Legionnaire. I think it's what it's called for free. Nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. But yeah, how's your week? Uh, good. Last week, salutes to Felicia Perez, Holland board member and community like activist. She had her art show at Holland uh, for, D- for D- part of the Day of the Dead thing over there off Wells. And uh, she had... She's like she's been she has eye cancer she's had cancer mm-hmm. for a few years so all of her artwork was like based around like her undergoing treatment and dealing with it oh, dang. and then they had like uh leslie orlando's girlfriend and ruby our local artist ruby joe set up a like well they helped set up an altar but the altar was super cool they made like a, a bunch of uh like fake flowers for it and everything so that was part of like the uh whole art show it was called i'm still here they had like face painting and they had mariachis performing so i went and checked that out last saturday mm-hmm. out there on wells right yeah mm-hmm. saw a couple of former students which was cool like one was up at unr and the week was uh you know actually pretty chill the kids are calming down <laughs> that's good yeah 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 some of them finally getting it i mean i wouldn't say that they're just because it's cuffing season <laughs> i did take i did take my computer speakers in uh, to play music so there's classroom music so that kind of like chills everyone out did you play him the new gangstar uh we did listen to that uh we listened to a bunch of stuff i made a new mix that i've been sharing with people for 2019 salutes to sent it to katie bacham and nicole and monica and a couple other people brianne the, the usual yeah mm-hmm. So it's got yeah. five followers. I'm like, all right, it's a hit. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> well, uh, introduce who we have here today. We have Sean. special guests. Both of them have been on the podcast before, but this time we're on to celebrate something they've done besides just stay alive for their <laughs> birthday. <laughs> but we have the owner, founder, creators of Coffee and Comics, the head honcho, Alex Farside, also my roommate mm-hmm. and former <laughs> yeah. statman, investor in the coffee shop, former roommate, former roommate, <laughs> Kevin Wilfon. So welcome. Yeah, to the welcome. Show. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having okay. us. Yeah. Yeah. 
Excited to be back. Mm-hmm. We're like, so, uh, I feel like we're like 10, 15 feet diagonally from where Alex, because he's upstairs and over uh-huh. from where you're used to being in the house. Like a stone's throw away. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So I uh, introduce you guys self to the new uh, listeners. Yeah. Kevin, a.k.a. the former stat man. What were my other names? Uh, the Professor, uh-huh. Kendall Derek Palmer, <laughs> only during a full moon. Yeah. Uh, Hans. And then, uh, uh, I forgot what? about Kendall. Yeah. The, the, the token KDJ. white guy. Yeah. How can we forget about that? KDJ. Yeah. And then I'm yeah. Alex Farside. Um, no sweet nicknames. I guess just Alpho. <laughs> okay. The original. That's good. Also our, uh, our gaming buddy. Yeah. Although he hasn't been gaming lately because he's been grinding, but... It's been sad. Just watched one uh one game of Apex and I missed it. I want to get back in so bad. <laughs> but you're you're at work all all day. Squad every day. misses you though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm glad the squad's still holding it down without me getting them wins though. That's all that's important. It's, it's good and intense. You were all just Oof. here, it's like watching a movie almost. I mean that one yeah. we won was fucking. Yeah. That was our first time playing duos and. Whew. I realized, like, even Caesar was all into it. I'm like, Dude. it's so quiet right yeah. now. And intense. <laughs> I can't, I can't <laughs> chill. And then we won, though. I was like, yeah. the less nice. people, the more intense it is, too. Yeah. It's like a solo is just like the most terrifying thing ever. And then Duo is like, a little bit better. So you let's need do to the get... play, uh, the play battle royale games yeah. and know what we're talking about. You need yeah. to get uh, some surround sound speakers. No, oh, so, no. so you hear from behind you. Behind heart attack. Yeah, it's too much. You charge admission to that. Uh, for more about yeah. Kevin, though, you can listen to season one, especially episode yeah. five, where we talk about our origin stories. Yeah. Oh man, to get fill in for uh, Kevin's <laughs> Kevin's background. <laughs> if you really yeah, want to go know, back, uh, yeah. the origin of some of his nicknames. <laughs> some yeah, because he's he's in a book, legitimately. His, his <laughs> he's in a book. His game inspired a love novel. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. The legend lives on. Yeah. <laughs> it, it lives. It'll live forever. It is so, yeah. somewhere out there it, on the interwebs. It's out there. Uh-huh. Well, uh, Alex, yeah. tell us about yourself. Where are you from since you're new to the audience? Yes, um, I'm born and raised right here in Reno, Nevada. Um, mostly in Sparks for most of my life. Um, yeah. yeah, Reed High School? Reed High School. Went to um, college up at Nevada University. Marvin Moss, if you want to go way back. And <laughs> in elementary school. Shout out to the Marmots. <laughs> I've got my hands in the cement on the side of the building still because we were the first class to go from kindergarten through sixth grade. Oh, so dang. a real legend in the concrete. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. That's awesome, man. You were in Eating kindergarten that in first school. year, huh? Yeah. I was in fifth grade. And then half our friends went to Bud Beasley when they opened up. So just mm-hmm. yeah. it was like, oh, see you guys in like 10 years in high school, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and I went to Dejerickson, which is right at the bottom of the hill from you guys. Yeah. So. The Wabash area. East Sparks, what? East yeah. Sparks. <laughs> yeah. But I met Alex basically yeah. in like middle school and through high school. At Mendive? Mendive. Yeah. yeah. Mendive, we met. Yeah. And then through Magic. high school. Fucking wha- how was, whack ass name. How was Alex in, in middle school? Um, you're the little kid, right? Like part of like the cool group still. Like, <laughs> still super little. Yeah. <laughs> but I always was just the, the little just kid. The little kid. <laughs> yeah. That's how he you is, described him. He is Less acne. I was like yeah. the cover of like the, like the all those acne commercials, like the before pictures. Oh, dang. Bad. Mm-hmm. He is pretty cute, though. The Logan. teenage years. Mm-hmm. They hit you hard. <laughs> <laughs> and the, so, fast forward, where did you come up with this idea to start a coffee shop? Yeah. Um, man, it goes way back. I've just, in general, always wanted to own a business. Um, never really knew what, but like my dad always really wanted to own a business, never had a chance. I've always wanted to own a business, never thought I would get a chance to. Um, so something I just kind of made in my head a long time ago. Um, just sitting in coffee shops, and I was like, man, like, you have all this wall space. You could 
use that. You could put some cool stuff on there. You could sell stuff. And then little by little, I'm like, man, you could put a little arcade in the machine in the corner. I was like, ooh, yeah, you could do a whole theme. Like, be like a comic book store. Like, you got little pop guys over here. Like, we could make some custom helmets over here. It's so like over time, I was like, oh, all right, this actually could be a pretty cool little business model. Um, so you and, just had it in your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just floating there, yeah. percolating. <laughs> That's what got me through the days when I was doing sales jobs, trying to <laughs> grind it out and hated uh, it. Sales you, jobs, and you had but... some interesting sales jobs, I, I remember. <laughs> I, I, I sold a few things in my day. Uh, <laughs> some boring, some not so boring. Yeah. Name some. Some not safe <laughs> yeah. for work, some safe for work. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. So we sold copiers and printers and cell phones, and then that got really boring. So I was actually a sales manager for an adult toy manufacturing company. Nice. Um, yeah, so that was not boring. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot of great stories we could go down with that one. But uh, it was still a sales job, and I still hated being done with work, but still having like all these sales goals lingering over your head and not knowing if you're going to get like a bonus, which you rely on. And every year, if you do well, your goal just raises. So yeah. it's like, oh, like, okay. Sales jobs are a guy. I, I, I did sales for two years. Yeah, and, like, even if you're good at it, good at it it's still stressful it's super just, stressful yeah. Yeah. especially if you're not sale. working for, like i feel like if you're going to do a sales job you may you got to be working for yourself yeah mm-hmm. i mean if it's you're, a like, lot easier that way <laughs> the motivation's there you see yeah because exactly. it just requires so much motivation because it's such a grind always mm-hmm. selling to people and it's like an extra kick too like when you do great it's like oh i made somebody else all this money and like right did really yeah. well my that was my thing was, i would be like i'm working my ass off making all this extra money but like I'm not necessarily getting it. Like, what am I really doing? It's like here? Wolf on Wall Street. Yeah, like mm-hmm. you're taking yeah. money. Like I'm like, especially you know, depending on your profession, like taking money from fucking small, like super poor people. Yeah, it doesn't even matter what the product is. It could be anything out there. Like when we're doing cell phones, you have someone come in who you know, like say you had like an older person who was just wanted to like call their kids twice a week. Like, oh, did you upsell them on a text plan? Exactly. Yeah. Like, no, There's man, always an upsell. No, There's always an upsell. Yep. Like, I'm a decent person. I want to sleep tonight. Like, they don't need, <laughs> yeah. they don't they don't need, need the eye. sidekick. They don't I'm need sorry. that sidekick, the iPhone no. that they can't even use. Yeah, that was the worst. <laughs> yeah. So I just basically daydreamed all the time. Like, oh, man. And then being in sales, like outside sales, I would sit in coffee shops and charge my laptop or steal their Wi-Fi in the parking lot or whatever and... I don't know. I just they all felt very similar. The coffee was always very different. There was good coffee and not great coffee, but just the vibe was very similar with everything around town. Yeah, and it's good because like um, yours is definitely hitting a good niche, you know. Especially now in an era where nerdism is very popular, and it's awesome. A nerd culture. I mean, and you like how long ago did you come up with this idea for coffee and comics? Probably like four years ago. Okay. Yeah. So, but and then Alex like quit his job to go move in with his parents actually, and didn't tell anyone what the business was. But he's like, I'm just gonna go work at a Don't local say, coffee shop. Yeah, like, do you want us to say where you worked before? I was you can ask you. Yeah, yeah that's fine. <laughs> See where you worked, we worked at Starbucks. Yeah. yeah, there's reasons behind that. We'll get into. Yeah, yeah but he we'll quit get, his. We'll uh, get, there, get, Kevin. get to the origin story. Okay, <laughs> I was gonna tell. <laughs> yeah, a little antsy, a little antsy. Yeah, so. When you came up with this idea, because I remember you telling us, like, I have this idea, but I'm not going to tell you guys. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, exactly. literally not exactly. going to put it out there because I don't want someone to steal it. Mm-hmm. Super paranoid. You wouldn't even Super tell me. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't even tell me at that time. I wanted Kevin to give me money, too. Yeah, and no, I, was no, like, I was like, even at that time, I was what like, whatever it is, I'll probably give you money. I'll probably <laughs> still do it. I want to own my own business, mm-hmm. too. I've always wanted to. I was like, yeah, I'll probably give you, like, whatever I can at that time. So how did he, con- like, how did he 
reveal his plan to you. Yeah. That was a good story. That was pretty funny. I think you told me one night when we're out. No, out about one night. Well, I kind of told you, yeah. And then I like forgot, and then like a week. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> so I was like, I "What is lost in the sauce?" <laughs> Hans, Hans knows, Probably. but and Hans knows. Kevin did. Yeah. yeah. And one hundred percent. Yeah, and I was like, I think I remember a little bit about it. But you remember nothing. <laughs> <laughs> like you wanted to do a coffee shop, right? What, yeah, what, what, was, was, the, the what was the catch again? Yeah. I was like, I'm not telling you now. I'm not telling anybody. So there was like a little bit later, and then we almost found a spot. And then he actually came to me with a full-on business plan the next time. Full-on, everything written already. It probably took you, what, like a year? Over the past year, you wrote that business plan at least. Yeah, I sent Kevin a text. I'm like, hey, you want to get some lunch today? Yeah, I knew it was. It was like what, total like, sales knew. move job on Yeah, I knew what it was, too. Like, like those yeah. people that want to try to sign you up for... 100%. Uh, like yeah. Yeah. Marketing. Yeah. Hey, man, like I haven't talked to you in a while. Like, yeah. Let's catch up over coffee. coffee. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I knew what I was. I'm like, lunch is on me. I'm like, oh, that's weird, because I never throw that out there before. Yeah, exactly. Especially when you're like living at home, you know? And known each other 20 years. Like, hey, man. Let me take you out to lunch. And <laughs> yeah. Wait for you. Mm, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. Those texts don't happen. Yeah. <laughs> but so we show up to lunch at uh, I think it was at soup. Yeah. I'm like, let's so go sit outside. I'm like trying to like wine and dine. I'm like, what do you want? I'm like, get whatever you want yeah. on the menu. It's all me. <laughs> get that uh, steak baguette steak. and the bread bowl. Yes, <laughs> the big one, the large, Ooh. extra cheese on everything. <laughs> but uh, that was a solid business plan there. It all looked good, and we were trying to get the spot right outside the movie theater that time so this was like two years ago yeah yeah and we had like to jump on this spot we thought and um so right there like, in sparks right yeah, the, yeah the, the, right outside doing the, the renovations next to the this is before they built it there. right that was like, still under like construction, in the construction yeah. yeah i think so they're something might still be looking there. for tenants now yeah they passed on you got your idea yeah amen he didn't like your coffee he, idea, he wanted your to be called idea, like hollywood coffee or something he wanted to change our name to like something hollywood like like that movie coffee it sounds like that dude needed to open a coffee shop yeah this poor guy yeah i mean not poor he's wealthy just a super (laughs) rich old white dude like i don't think we would have got along very well anyways but he's like oh we want a coffee shop i'm like great i got a coffee shop here's the you know Mm -hmm. the theme and the research and i started telling him things he goes oh these primary colors are just really not gonna work i'm like okay well besides the color palette like do you know what like (laughs) The number one thing on TV is right now, and he goes like, "Oh, like football!" Like, "Oh, you think that football? It's a uh, Big Bang Theory. Have you heard of that show? Mm. No. Yeah. Was was that? So, so he's just to, out of touch. Out of touch. It's not his demographic. Old, exactly. He does. He didn't connect to it, so he thought it was gonna be this really lame thing. So I like rushed back. I had a uh, the guy who did my logo, Garrett, my old roommate's brother. Salute to Garrett. Yeah. He did some artwork. For, he's done some artwork for me in the past. So I called him up in a panic. I'm like, "Hey, man, I guess this guy is like very visual, and he's not getting my thing." And Kara, like, dropped everything, met me at a coffee shop in town, and, like, me and him started cranking out on a laptop and made all these things, like, images and, like, storyboards, like, put together. So then I went and, like, banged on this guy's door at his office, mm-hmm. like, just showed up. And I'm like, hey, I want a meeting with you. You know, he's like, he basically bought all of downtown uh, Sparks. So, like, right. it's not easy to get a meeting with. And yeah. I just show up with the, co- you know, here's <laughs> my business plan. Presentation yeah. in hand. Yeah. Like, I'm here to make things happen. Mm-hmm. I, I've come too far to, like... Let one guy bring me down and try and change it to Hollywood Coffee, which would have been so lame. Fuck that name. He's like, you could have like a real high class thing and have like old time movies playing. Like maybe maybe he wants just a Casablanca playing. No, I'm just like, if he has a vision for what it should be, he should fucking make it happen. Like, why is he? You have your own ideas. Yeah, I don't know if it's because I'm young or because I'm the little guy or whatever. But he's like, 
I don't totally many, just disregarded everything. I don't know how many business like people come in there and he goes, oh, you should just totally change your business model if you want to come in here. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure that's not a common thing to do. Yeah. All right. Then the new location you're at now, how that Well, I mean, look, that, that wasn't the only... No, that was actually the second one. So, you know, oh, yeah. there's a whole journey just to find a spot. Where are mm-hmm. the other spots you guys yeah, tried yeah. to go? Giant uh, journey. Oh, so at that time, at that lunch, though, I saw a plan to get that spot. So I gave him money. So that's when I became invested. Um, so after Before th- then, talk about that yeah, one. Yeah. What's the... the it's going to be over liquor. by Dad's... Uh, yeah, the Sparks. The Dad's gas station over on Disc in like Los Altos area. Yeah, yeah. by Los, Los Trojes. It'd be like yeah. behind that Dad's gas station. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I guess they part. had... Like there was, it's always been empty behind Dad's gas station, but there's supposed to be like a car wash back there. Really? They made it out of wood. They made a wood car <laughs> so wash. Someone made a wood car wash, I guess. So it's been vacant for ten years because <laughs> it would just rot the first day you turned it on. Yeah, smart people, <laughs> great investors. But like, it was on the corner, and it was kind of weird for the parking and to actually get in there. But like, they were gonna make this. And they had all these drawings up on like the retail, the um, the website you go to around town to find like retail properties, um, commercial properties and stuff. So they had all these drawings. And they're going to have this, like, killer patio right there on the corner of, like, Los Altos and Sparks Boulevard with, like, glass, like, enclosures and these crazy roll-up garage doors. And, like, everyone who drove by would have seen it. And, like, it would have, I think it'd still be a good spot, but just kind of weird still. Yeah, it's just, it's weird because that's right down the street from my house. And then (laughs) then they have, like, it's just, it's always empty there during the week because everyone's at work. And then um, the weekends, it's a little full with Final Draft that's there and stuff Mm -hmm. and Las Trojas. But it's just, like... Not that much traffic during the week. And it's like a yeah. weird U-turn to get, like, parking and yeah. getting in there. Like, getting in and out mm-hmm. would be kind of a pain. I don't know. So I think it kind of worked out. Yeah, how long, long ago? So this spot out. on Moana, when, how long ago did you find, like, when did you get to find out the spot? Right I, now it's November 2019. When did you guys find that spot? It was, like, uh, December, January. Yeah, it was like a year ago. Yeah. Um, About a year ago. Yeah, we were looking, you know, all over the place. I basically every day was just on this website hoping like something new would pop up that day. Like, oh, that's the one. And There's like, a I, couple other ones we just didn't even go to look at. You know, that popped up, and we're like thinking if it would work, and we're like, no, we're not going to go look at it. Yeah, so. we looked at a few in Midtown that were cool, um, but then I also was like really picky about having a really big space. Like, I wanted something like over two thousand square feet, which also made it harder to find because like everything mm-hmm. in general, Reno's very tight um properties because everything's blowing up so there's right, like right. there's not a bunch of places for rent yeah. yeah they're trying to split those big properties into like two Multiple or three businesses yeah. which makes sense i mean if i owned a building i'd rather have 10 people than Instead just two one. or one mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah looking around was very hard but we looked at some spots in midtown um which i think would have worked out too but they would have been mm-hmm. a lot smaller and meanwhile and, while this all this was going on you're just working at starbucks yeah <laughs> yeah just loving life working at starbucks <laughs> yeah it was, uh, it was a strange while, strange couple <laughs> years there. Because it was at a grocery store, right? Yeah, I was inside yeah. of a grocery store, which I did on purpose because I wanted, I didn't know how big or busy or what the store would turn out to be. So I'm thinking worst case scenario, if it's just me there from like 5 a.m. to 6 p.m. by myself, I need to know how to like. Do everything. Yeah. Make like everything. Take money, talk to people, mm-hmm. multitask, like move around. I didn't know if the space would be really small, if we couldn't afford like a bigger place. Mm-hmm. So how long did you work at Starbucks for? It's about two years. Just to learn everything. Yeah. And so most people who go into specialty coffee obviously start working in a specialty coffee shop. You'd go mm-hmm. work at somewhere awesome like Hub or yeah. you know Magpie yeah. or like a cool spot in town that makes great coffee, which I would go there and drink the coffee. But I was more interested as like a business person mm-hmm. getting kind of the Starbucks business model stuff. See that the big corporate to handle all the um, – the 
a lot of uh yeah what's my what's the word a lot of uh like volume sc- yeah mm-hmm. scale yeah yeah so we can scale it like mm-hmm. serve premium coffee but at, on the motto of like starbucks like mm-hmm. the fast engineering of the and then they, the they do a lot of other things really well like people mm-hmm. don't want to admit it in coffee it's like everyone it's easy to just talk smack about starbucks all day yeah they got the frappuccinos delicious i mean trust me i, I served a lot of horrible coffee when i was there <laughs> I, I feel bad now looking back at it like just seeing yeah. what came out of the machine and being like that's that's not that's that's garbage yeah, yeah. but okay. that's why they add all the sugar yeah See? so like i don't know like i did a lot of things looking at starbucks does really well on their recipes on being able to repeat something i mean they've got mm-hmm. millions of people working for them you can go in china now and get a you know vanilla latte or something mm-hmm. so i mean their practices, um, their like processes on how they do things behind the scenes and how they work with like one barista on staff or ten on staff, like they do all these little things for workflow that you don't get in a mom and pop shop. Mm, a little mm. brick and mortar one, yeah. And if you go somewhere like that, it's like, oh well, Billy kind of makes his lattes this way, and Tina kind of does it this way, and. But you wanted a uniform, exactly. Yeah. Everything the same. Mm-hmm. I want something uniform, something we could scale up, something that. It's almost like a common language. And then I wanted to look too. I mean, even though they have horrible coffee, millions of people go there every day and love getting that horrible coffee. So like, what is the reason behind that? Yeah. So yeah. those are the factors that went into like us working like with me and Kevin's business model, trying to get stuff to work with that, you know, on top of the specialty coffee. So we're doing some weird things too. And how did yeah. you guys decide on which specialty coffee to use? It was not easy. That was a process too. Yeah. We wanted, there's a couple shops that have, or coffee roasters that have a business model of they only work with small mom pop shops and they come and like train your staff and like partner with you. And we have to actually like apply to work with them in mm-hmm. a way. So there's a couple of those, comf- that's, we decided we want to work with someone like that to help us out with the coffee because we didn't know. Those, well, they're invested in your success too, right? Exactly. And I'm sure, I know a local one probably would have done that in yeah, a different model, but yeah, I'm sure they would have like. I mean, there's a lot of great local ones, too, Mm -hmm. and that was kind of the big thing was, like, obviously, we want to go with as many local companies as we can, Mm -hmm. and we still use a lot of local companies, but then at the same time, I don't necessarily want to compete with the local companies, too. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, Magpie and Lighthouse and, like, Hub all make great coffee, but, like, if it's a coffee and comics on this block and a mile away is one of those other roasters, if I was a customer, I'd be like, oh, well, this one's closer, I'll just go in here, they serve the same coffee like we might do mm-hmm. different things with it mm-hmm. obviously and put our own but spin if you on all it have the same own... roaster it's the yeah, same but it's yeah. less of a unique yeah. experience yeah mm-hmm. so we settled on uh, counterculture they're national but they have a roasting spot in san francisco in the bay area and our um, reps are from there so yeah all the employees got log on logins to you know take training and so really just was able to hone in that consistency yeah, like so they've been about. doing it for like 25 years. They're one of the last independent coffee roasters that are that size that haven't got bought by like Nestle or Pete's Coffee mm-hmm. or somebody else. Um, and they have what they call training centers around the U.S. So like in Dallas and Atlanta and these different areas, they have a training center and then their roasting center supply all the beans for them. But they just do, and again, they don't serve through their own channels. Like They don't have their own coffee shops. So they mm-hmm. only sell to other places like us that would actually prepare it. Mm-hmm. So their whole job is to be there for the coffee shop and just support them, train them, show them how to use the equipment, make the best possible coffee, and then sell it through a shop like ours. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So and really, you guys are the only ones in Reno that have counterculture coffee. Yeah. 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 It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Boom. Awesome. Boom. Bringing something special. I like it. So you still have that mm-hmm. unique, even though, you know, you still have that uniqueness. Yeah. And like eventually, you know, maybe down the road, somebody else will serve counterculture or whatever, but at least we kind of have our start. Um, for now, we've got our own thing. 
And for me too, is at the end of the day, being able to say like, I legit am trying to make the best possible coffee. And obviously mm-hmm. coffee is a lot of just taste and it's kind of hard to say whether something's, you know, the best, but there is like degrees and levels of, you know, coffee. Yeah. They, they go on a scale from like one to a hundred and like specialty coffee places like, um, what's the one old world, old mm-hmm. world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do, good. they do like 90, 95, like great coffee. So there's like really good. It's a really developed flavor profile. And then, um, yeah. So, yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we're up there in that same, you know, with counterculture, not even us, but counterculture rose to that same level where they're working with all these different places in different parts of the world where mm-hmm. they'll talk to the growers. Um, and sometimes they'll work out because they can go through and say like, okay, this is like a grade A, like ninety eight percent. But that's not like they're. But this people who made this didn't make just that. Like they made other good coffee that's not quite to that level. So they'll work that into other things as well, and they'll buy more of that other coffee too. Mm-hmm. Getting a little yeah. value for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're very yeah. big on working on the supply chain, um, and like doing a lot of other behind the scenes stuff too, besides just making the coffee. So the coffee you're saying is that is. High quali- it's high quality coffee. Excellent. Yeah. For sure. Our espresso machine. It's top of the line, too. Yeah. He didn't want to go cheap on that. <laughs> he finally told me how much it was. was like, Would you guys get the Slayer, right? Yeah. yeah. Get a Slayer. Slayer Steam X. Yeah. It just came out. Um, this particular model came out like two months before we opened. So we got one of the first. And then in that's Re- also the only one in Reno. Re- and Reno's kind of like. We had uh, our friend Niles on from the Bay Area. And he's like, the three things Reno's known for is having really good coffee, really good beer. And and all you can eat sushi. Mm-hmm. He's like, I mean, the coffee scene here in Reno is definitely, especially for how small we are. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely legit. So I feel like you guys are tapping into that. And then the other side of the business, the comic business, like, mm. explain how that works. So I mean, for the most part, that's just that's the fun part. That's like the atmosphere. That's the vibe. That's me just always being a nerd and like. Uh, I think he wanted a nerd shop first, and then he figured out how to get I mean, coffee. And probably. I don't like, know. I don't know. Wait a I, the dream was to watch Star the, Wars at work. So, yeah. so, <laughs> you just wanted a nerd shop. So the dream has uh, happened. And yeah. I, I've already got some employees like, can we put something besides Star Wars on? I'm like, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Sure. <laughs> We're equal, uh, equal nerddom in here. We'll put some Star yeah. Trek on, too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did watch um, some some old ones in there that guys were playing it was awesome we have a good variety mm-hmm. like this morning we were um we watched magic school bus magic school bus exactly so it rotates we actually can't talk about what we play on oh right so it's all background stuff <laughs> but generally we play lots of things mm-hmm. generally speaking yeah it was uh i saw some funny super mario thing that was going on <laughs> yeah it was good it's awesome yeah. um but yeah all the products that we have there like the collectibles and the comics are just all for sale and we have some loose comics that are out there that you can just come in and read as you like eat and drink coffee and then. yeah because you guys got local artists right doing mm-hmm. like the stormtrooper helmets you got uh frank that was on the show doing the spider-man those are so awesome too yeah, yeah. he has so many cool things with it i can't i'm like i just want to buy everything that he makes basically yeah. <laughs> little bubba fats yeah. and he's he's so fucking good he's yeah out, he's out in seattle now Salute to you, Frank. Yeah. yeah. So we'll make some more stuff. Sure yeah. So explain like all the like merchandise you guys do have. Like, what do you guys have? You know, people can buy stuff there, right? Yeah. And the goal is to kind of have something for everyone. Same with the coffee. We want a coffee for you know. It doesn't matter what you want to drink. We want to make it for you. Um, same on the collectible side. So we have like little pop figures that everyone loves. You know that you know started like ten bucks, and then we have like these custom stormtrooper and like Frank's pieces that go up to like three hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, and a so bunch of graphic novels too. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Filter out. Oh yeah, but I mean, the thing is, like, having like a wide range. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not just about like, oh, we're only gonna have something expensive in here, and like, we're not trying to make millions of dollars. Like, we just wanted to have something for everyone. So there's artwork people can buy. Mm-hmm. You guys, I saw Yu-Gi-Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh cards. <laughs> Magic the Gathering. Yeah, we're going to work. We need to get some more inventory in, but yeah, Magic. Yeah. We need um, D&D. We want to do some dice. Yeah, Pokemon um, cards. Pokemon. And then you also have comics for sale. And tons mm-hmm. of comics. Yeah. Um, the goal, too, was originally just to have comics laying out so that you kind of had something to do while you're drinking a coffee. So it's not this age of just, let me pull my phone out and just be on my phone. Like, oh, I'll do something different for like 10 minutes of my day. And like... Oh, like there's an old Spider-Man here. Like, how mm-hmm. cool is that? Um, for someone who's older, it's kind of like a throwback. For someone younger, maybe doesn't really like likes the characters. Maybe sees them on TV, but doesn't actually see like the old comic books. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I read an old X-Men comic for, and I was like, I remember this one because it was from like 1993. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yep. yeah. that's when I was yeah. reading them. Yeah, was that like, box oh, of comics you got. That box of comics that you bought off that one guy. <laughs> Uh, it was actually like paid off. I've heard yeah. a couple guys in there. This um, they're like, this is my childhood. Like, Eric, it's all from like late '80s to '90s comics. And he's like, I used to have this exact one. Like, oh my god, this reminds me of, like my childhood. And it's yeah, like, it's damn. awesome seeing people get excited. Yeah. Too. It's really cool. It's like, yep. Yeah, and then I, I saw someone like come in. Like, can I trade you like old comics I've already read for comics I haven't? And you're yeah, like, I was yeah, like, sure. sure, that sounds great. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm just glad people don't steal them. To be honest, like. <laughs> I kind of thought more of that would happen, but everyone's been like super respectful, yeah. which is nice because we put a lot of me and Kevin's own like blood and sweat into that place. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah it was t- and then like people wanted to buy the old comics, which you know makes sense, but like they're not in, like a grade A condition collectible type comic. Like it's just meant to be like you know read and like someone will probably tear a page. But people are like, oh, like this is the one you know whatever Punisher thirty two that I'm missing. Can I buy this off you? And since we didn't plan for it, I'm like, sure, we'll just charge the cover price of what it was, you know, 20 years ago. Dang. So yeah. people are paying $2.99 for not, No, like no, 99 like cents. Yeah. Or like $1.25. $1.25. Dude, that's, a, that's yeah. a come up. Yeah. And then I've got a bunch more in the back, too. So we're going to slowly start, like, rotating them out. So, like, those will change, too. So it won't be the same ones constantly. Yeah, and, there. and also the collectibles. This is going to be what me and Alex think is cool. And what we buy, so it's going to be different every time you come in. We'll have, like, probably once... Once every couple months, months or so, there'll be like new stuff in that you haven't seen before. Yeah, and the goal is to buy like ones and twos of stuff. I mean, yeah. you don't have like a huge storage area, like right, exactly. So it's kind of a tough. And just as they sell, you just replace them with something yeah. new and custom, something different. Yeah, it's like, exactly. It's a pain in the ass for us because you have to enter in. A, I mean, we probably worked <laughs> for like four days entering in a thousand like one <laughs> item things. Yeah, like, oh, that's smart, Alex. <laughs> yeah. I've got to do everything difficult. I think, yeah. but it was cool because then you had someone come in like, oh, there's a Star Trek. Like a little cube lunch pail next to like yeah. a Doctor Who candles. Yeah. Or um, like Nightmare Before Christmas Yahtzee. Yeah. Like this weird stuff. Next to Rick and Morty Yahtzee. It's, it's stuff you really only can get it off the internet, but you have to like be thinking of it. Like, I really want this weird random right. item. To search for it. And that. go search yeah. it. And like, like, no, you're going to look through and be like, oh, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. I didn't know I needed this for my collection, <laughs> yeah. and I totally do. And, it's and awesome. we had um, these uh, Star Wars. Uh, salt and pepper shakers that like you click a button and it grinds up and my friend was like these are fucking amazing he <laughs> bought them yeah. and it was like sweet they're like 39 bucks yeah. or something I was like fuck yeah I'm so sad I don't have those right now yeah, yeah like the so, Reno Monopoly thing I saw yeah yeah I saw that yeah, thing I was Monopoly. like yo yeah and that's just there to play that was just funny we saw that at Walmart and I bought that like six months ago and put it in my bed I was like oh it's gonna be perfect for the store <laughs> I need to find somewhere. We had a bunch of people ask to buy that too. I'm like, oh, it's just yeah. the store copy. <laughs> and I just sent them to them. I'm like, it's down at Walmart right around the corner here. Yeah. <laughs> Go pick one up. Yeah, so well, we want to be like a good, a good uh, gift shop, basically, right. too. So, like, yeah, Christmas presents, yeah, birthday presents. That's what Yeah, we multitasking. Do. If you see something for a friend's birthday, like, oh, 
I had someone actually this morning came in and bought a mug. He said it was like a birthday present. Mm-hmm. He just like zoomed in super quick at like seven in the morning. No one was there. <laughs> bought a mug. I, was, I gave him a tea for free. Like, oh, thanks for buying the mug. <laughs> and then uh, he just took off. Said, yeah, yeah, birthday present. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. Nice. What's, what was the hardest part of this process? <laughs> I, I oh, yeah, so we settled on, we didn't say, we settled on the Moana Street. Did we say that? We finding, that finding the yeah, location. Yeah, finding the location. Was that the that was, part? Once we found it, that was like... That was probably dude, the biggest That thing. was the yeah. easiest process of getting or locking that in because the other guys were jerking us around for like, you know, two, three months, you know, not really responding to an offer. That. I thought they were working like, with us so, and they were just ignoring us for like six months. <laughs> yeah. I thought we had this whole plan and basically so they were just he like, found, no, He found know. the Moana spot and then I was just like, this is perfect. Like everything, like... It was just in a perfect location, perfect size we wanted. It was like to put an offer, and they responded that week. We closed it within probably two to three weeks. We signed. We were signed. After working with these other people for months at a time. Yeah, yeah. like six months. We should point out that uh, the guy at the uh, the movie theater, the site you wanted, there's no business in there. It's sitting empty right now. He's losing money. It's still on empty. It. Yeah. I'm not going to say anything bad. That guy's got a lot of money. I'll say something <laughs> bad. I'll say something bad. He fucked up. Yeah. He missed out. I mean, he could have a killer spot there right now. You guys could be right there killing it for him, making him money, and it's just sitting there empty, just losing money. I had so many other things working to the business model. Again, I'm like always down to my business plan, but like, you know, we've been right next to our movie theater. We could have done so many like promotions and tie-ins. And I'm trying to tell this guy all these things. I'm like, I can do so well here. And he just doesn't get it. I just wanted to like shake his old body. Come (laughs) on, man. Like, we'll have so much traffic. Uh, get a coffee before a movie. Yeah, we already have, have Pokemon like a, outfits and, like, we got this giant inflatable Pikachu on, that yeah. me and Kevin wear and dance around in. Like, <laughs> yeah. I've seen the pictures on yeah. yeah. No, it's good because, like, Pinion out there, people go to before a movie. Yeah. They go get drink. And then after the movie, like, I was there when, like, Joker first came out. And then people, like, they saw before were like, don't say anything. There's people here waiting to, to go watch see the it. movie. Yeah. That could have been you yeah. guys. 100%. And we mm-hmm. could have had. You know, stuff for Joker, like right there. Yeah. We could have had like, all section merch, and we could have done mm-hmm. promos with the theater. Like, hey, mm-hmm. you know, come here and do this, get this code, or like something. We're obviously yeah. me and Kevin are very creative, like not artistically, but <laughs> business wise, like we're down <laughs> yeah. to do all these crazy yeah. things. Yeah, it would have been so fun to be right there and just like yeah, that a close. new movie promo or premiere is going on. Like, oh. yeah. As a side note, old guy, like but. every good movie that makes money now, like was is in line with my business model. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Is the Avengers the number one grossing movie of all times? Yes, and game. maybe, mm-hmm. or nine of the top ten highest yeah. grossing movies of all time, comic related? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Also, Harry Potter. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> oh, what's been the most frust- so angry. Uh, What's been the most frustrating part of this process? Probably yeah. banking, man. The banking. Yeah, like, banking has been all over the place. It's like we we went through legit yeah. at least thirty banks to get an SBA loan. With that was the first step. So 30? that was the first step. Once we that we, was the hardest part. We went in and then we were trying to get that other spot just by doing private money. So we we're like trying to hit up people. That's where I got in, and then we we're like, we sucker. can't fund this with just private people. Our friends, we don't can't raise two hundred grand. We don't know enough rich people. <laughs> <laughs> we're from East Park. So we we're like, we need a we need a loan. So you guys uh, in your early thirties didn't couldn't raise <laughs> yeah. several hundred thousand dollars just us, from your friends. Us yeah. Lazy, <laughs> lazy, yeah, lazy right? millennials. We have no money. So yeah. So we're like, we need an SBA loan. Yeah, we went through like 25 banks. And once we, so we found one. That was like the first step, actually. 25 banks said 25, no? Probably 30. Said yeah. no? Yeah. Either yeah. Said, either said no blatantly on their website. Like, You'd fill out Like Bank app. of America, for instance, just says, we flat out do not lend to any business like less than X number of years in business. I think, I think it was five. I could be wrong. But they yeah. just said like, oh no, come see us in five years. Yeah. Well, I got to get started if I want to yeah. see you in five years. How am I going to? So I guess Jesus. not. I'm another local. Go bank. to day one without any money. Yeah. Everyone. Another yeah. local bank. 
just um like another thing jerked you around for like two or three months yeah and like at least trying they to get were all the kind stuff. of trying but yeah, like yeah then it came down they're like no we're not gonna do it everything yeah. so like we're just going from bank to bank to bank and at one at one point you were like getting yeah kind of like described what? from doing it yeah. you know and i'm just like because you were just doing one bank at a time i was like just go throw out yeah. a bunch of apps yeah. go throw put 10 in 10 apps in. like who cares we don't need to like have loyalty when we're working yeah. with a bunch like yeah right. you know what i mean yeah, just see we're working what's with that one local deal. bank and like yeah, just they were that. dragging it out like oh you need a signature on this page and then so we don't want to go do something else but now i'm just like screw it this is yeah that and we fun. found stern's bank from milwaukee yeah shout out to stern milwaukee? stern's bank out of milwaukee Dude. ended up Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, Minneapolis. Sorry. <laughs> Ended up loving us. And uh, yeah. Yeah. And Worked they were like so us. professional. They were on everything. Like, once we like, got in contact with them, it was just like, honestly, it was probably like a two-week process from like an introduction to like having the money in our account. Oh, wow. Dude, I mean, that's, they just... That's fast. So professional. They knocked everything out. Like, hey, here's this mountain of paperwork, you know, online. Like, you know, go online, fill this out, send us all these documents. Here's a checklist. Everything we got, yeah. they got confirmations on. Like, it was just... They were like a well-oiled, like actual, I could say like a great bank to work with that wanted to help mm. us out. Dude, that's awesome. I've but already then, sent them other, huh. like two other referrals too. Nice. But that's been kind of difficult when they come back and some of the numbers aren't working right and they're like, oh, you need more money here. <laughs> like yeah, money it, just comes and goes. Like, been, so that's been kind of stressful being like, shit, we're out of fucking money. It's more frustrating to me <laughs> coming from, like me and Kevin both have finance degrees. Like mm-hmm. I'm not a... I don't know. I haven't built shoes for like I I studied like finance and these things. We have a business model. We have all these reasons that a business can be successful. We have experience. And people didn't even want to hear you out. No, they wanted nothing mm-hmm. to do with us. They told me that we're a restaurant, which whatever. That's a whole other argument. Like well, I'm a coffee shop. Just because you're, just because category. Yeah, category. That's bullshit. Yeah. Just because you want to lump me into your category because your system says that. That's a separate fight. But we were a restaurant, so we we're high risk. I never owned a business, so that was high risk. We didn't have enough equity. We didn't have enough <laughs> equity, which the our equity was me selling my house. I'm like, I'm all in here, guys. Like, <laughs> I sold my couch. I live with my parents. <laughs> I'm motivated. I'm going to be yeah. there every day. I don't know. Then there was one more, I don't know, something else that we were high risk on. Damn, sold yeah. the house and that wasn't enough equity? No. Damn. 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 So, I don't know. I was like, so, so that was, that was the biggest, most, and it's still frustrating. We're still like trying to get like a little more like, we're doing fine like we'll be okay but look it's just yeah. everybody like banks have it so good now that they don't even need to loan money out they make money in other ways so like unless it's not a hundred percent guaranteed and you're not like the best looking person on paper like they don't care sounds like yeah. someone should start a bank focusing on small business loans. yeah, and, yeah there's and banks, come on there's rich people oh, it's yeah, an sba it's so oh, side yeah, note um sba loans are backed by the government so up to 70 percent okay. so 70 percent of the bank's risk is covered by the government so they're only going to so lose they're incentivized 30... to yeah, do this yes. exactly and then they are the first ones if we go out of business you know they sell all of our stuff they get all the money from that they get the government to pay them back on that like we only have to stay in business for a few years out of this you know multiple year loan for them to break even like we just got to hang around for a little bit and like pay them back some, then the government will pay them back the rest. Yeah. And the reason the government did that was because you know, to, to encourage businesses. lending, yeah. small business, lo- and still the backbone of capitalist society, supposedly small businesses. Exactly. Yeah. And I won't mention the name of the banks, but the local one here in their lobby has three things that say well, how a great small business loan community, blah blah blah. They are. And they didn't even hear you out. No. Yeah. Which one was it? I can't. I can't say. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it was all it's of probably, them. It's probably my bank, one Nevada. No, it was it was legit every bank in town, so I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah. Damn. And I think well, the I was gonna say the one of the stressful times for me was actually the construction phase because we really didn't have a lot of money. So me and Alex took it upon ourselves to do 
a lot of the stuff that we probably shouldn't have done. <laughs> don't don't get in trouble. And <laughs> don't. No, OSHA was there. I saw it. OSHA <laughs> was there. Yeah. He's I seen OSHA. No, just like trying He's to do small things like wallpaper. Yeah, wall painting. Oh, no, okay. not no, like. No, Kevin doesn't building anything or no, cutting building. anything. There's no. <laughs> yeah, I saw him struggle we were with the bulletin board the other day. So <laughs> yeah, bulletin board level work, decorations. Yeah, exactly, yeah. but it was still a lot of work that we were doing. And yeah, painting. Uh, you know. Yeah. Alex would be like, oh, I got the chairs. And then you know, I, I went over there one day and you were just painting all the chairs. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. When it looked horrible and smelled horrible. And yeah. Mm-hmm. It looks it great like now, a though. Death trap. Yeah. So flipping it around, what's been the most rewarding thing? You guys have been open almost a month now, right? Yeah. yeah. About three weeks. What's the, been the most rewarding part of this process, Kevin, for you? Um, I think it's customer reaction. People that come in and they just like always have a smile on their face. They just love, love it at first and we're getting so many repeat customers, so that's a good sign. Um yeah. yeah, seeing the people's reaction. Alex, what about you? Same. It's yeah, it's super cool seeing people come in and be like, "Oh man, like what did this come from?" And like a compliment too, like people will say, "Is this a franchise?" like cuz they see, you know, my logo's plastered on all these cool things and like I got super anal about every little detail that goes in there. <laughs> There's so many little Easter for, eggs like, yeah, like, like, around this place. Like we got to do this and I'm like, I, yeah, let's I'll, focus on priorities. Yeah, here. poor Kevin was like the <laughs> thankfully the easiest person to work with because I kept throwing things out there. Yeah, and, or Kevin would have an idea, and I'm like, ah, like <laughs> uh, maybe. Yeah, because I just had this idea and this vision in my head, like I knew what I wanted it to look like. And there's a fine balance being a you know comic book store of like going too much into the comics and having it look like a ten year old's bedroom. That was the big thing. For yeah, me, that's Kevin. what we always said is like it cannot look like a ten year old's bedroom. It's got to look like sleek and modern and like good for you know, kind of like the late 20s to right. 40 you know what yeah, i mean yeah. so yeah. so the most rewarding thing is just the people that who came out in. our customers are so awesome and then like on top of like coffee's a fun job with like your regulars to just kind of bs them every day anyways. right kind of like bartending yeah mm-hmm. but then like we get the added bonus of like i know that most of these people are into like something that i'm into yeah like a oh, common interest yeah so i was like mm-hmm. let's talk about harry potter yeah let's talk about the joker Let's talk smack about, you know, the latest Star Wars movies that aren't as good as the originals, but whatever. Mm-hmm. I still like them. So, I mean, <laughs> it's cool little things like that to just really connect with people. And that's what we wanted, too, was, like, more of a connection. So now I feel like people have more of a connection with our coffee shop because we have that common ground now. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. How are things going since the opening? Now that you guys have, like, as you're looking forward, what are you guys trying to do now that you're actually open? What do you focus on getting established? Right now, it's the events and yeah, then events, getting our inventory back where we want it. Mm-hmm. So, like, tell the people what kind of events do you guys have. I mean, you, I, I know you got a couple going yeah. on right now. Well, we started, first one we started is game night on Wednesdays. So, you just come in, bring a game, or we have some a couple free game, games you can play. And then it's 15 drinks, 15% off drinks for um, 5 to 8. So, um, 4 to 8. 4 to 8. Starting a little earlier. 15% yeah. off drinks. And what else we got? Then We're starting open mic comedy night on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, got Smash Brothers tournament tomorrow. That Alex I can't said. wait. I'm so this is gonna be awesome. Tell us about the yeah, Smash so tournament. The, uh, the local kind of Reno Smash community um, met with a few of them, and it's really cool because they kind of bring their setups with them. So like, I was worried at first we have to go like yeah. know, buy get, a giant yeah. TV or like do something. Right. Get a bunch of it. yeah. So like they come and like you know they'll bring. Um, I think they give discounted entry fees to someone who brings a setup. So, like, we should have around hopefully six to eight um, different, like, TVs and systems set up and then spread out throughout the store. And, again, having that space comes in handy. Mm-hmm. So, I have, like, eight different stations. Um, somebody else can, like, actually run the tournament. And then you go through and you just, you know, you play. So, you're going over to whatever spot you're at. Um, you have an entry fee. You get a prize. 
we'll probably give away like something too at the end. Yeah. Like, Cause the cool thing with having a comic book store is all these like items. Right. right. I can go like pull something off the wall and be like, and you win this. <laughs> like I just, Kevin's got to kind of keep me in line cause I just give away a ton of yeah. shit too. Yeah. I can't help it. I just, I'm a man of the people. You yeah. just want to, want to give it out. I you're, do. you're so proud of your, your, your venture right now that you just want to have everyone be happy mm-hmm. and enjoy it. Awesome. So then we also have uh, we're gonna do like a monthly storytelling event. Oh yeah, which ties in really well with comics. Obviously stories. Uh, this is from Tabitha, one of our regulars now. Yeah, she's been there like every day. She's yeah. awesome. Um, so she's putting together like a storytelling event where like five to six people come in. They talk for about ten minutes, five to eight minutes, and then a little bit of filler up to mm-hmm. ten minutes. So it's like an hour long event, and then each one has like a theme. Um, so the first one was origin stories. Which is very comic book esque, having your origin yeah. story. So shout out to Elisa Garcia, former guest. Yeah, she uh, she hit up Spoken View, so I know at least Pan Pantoja will be there for the first one, and uh, a couple other people from Spoken View. So nice. And uh, she's right, she's employee of yours, I know, but also Killer she's employee. out there. She she's the out there. Yeah, yeah, she's out there. She's great. She was solo slinging drinks today, just me and her busting it out. <laughs> yeah, and I like how she experiments with a lot of stuff. Hundred yeah. percent, honey bear latte is all her. Nice. <laughs> and it's like one of our most popular things. It's so cute. It's awesome. <laughs> it tastes delicious. So yeah, if someone makes a drink and it's good. Like all right, yep. Kevin, come throw it up on the menu. Yeah. All those little one-ons in the POS system. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've made a lot of adjustments in the yeah. first few weeks too. Yeah. Uh, so five-year best case scenario. Where do you see yourselves? Yeah. Five years. I don't want to yeah. get too crazy. I don't know. Put it out there in the universe, yeah. Alex. Mm-hmm. Five is, years. Shoot, we should have the honeycomb hideout is the is the nexus of the universe yeah, where you yeah. put your I dreams say, out there so they come true. I'll say my yeah reasonable attainable dream here would be if we had we could have three stores open. Where would you want them? Yeah. So I'd say so two more stores, either one in um East Park. East Park, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Sparks needs one. Yeah. See? Northwest Reno, like the McQueen area, or South Reno. I'd say. Dude, South Reno would be good. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it just mm. depends on what's available at the time. Yeah. And like the actual the spot, like for us, mm. like the actual space. You and know? that's kind of what we want to do is now we can take our time. Because before we were like three months, like every day, like we need to find a fucking spot. So we can <laughs> get do started. something, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? There was some pressure. Then we had loans that were starting up and like yeah. the whole timeline of how you we had to start a business. Yeah, it was like it was three not... phases basically. What I was looking. It was like get the money from the bank, find the location. It was the second phase and sign a lease. And the third was get the banking money to work right so we could do construction. But the worst get, part is you can't do those things in order. No. In order to do either. construction, you have to have money. In order to have money, you have to have a business plan. Like you yeah. have to have a business plan to do this. You have to factor in the construction costs. I can't factor. But you're in estimating con- everything. I can't factor yeah. construction costs. I can't start construction because I don't have money. Like everything is just backwards. <laughs> and you don't know the space and like yeah. no. So I'm like planning everything out with averages and you know doing very businessy things. Yeah. So, like, I'm Basically estimating guessing. on yeah. some of the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like okay, well you didn't have enough money for this. Yeah, because yeah. you wouldn't give me more money. Like, I, <laughs> I could have more money for this. This so, is all part of the plan, and like everything is reasonable. Like, oh, no, I'm not plans different. So now. <laughs> unreasonably, what's your what's the five year dream, Alex? I think we've, yeah, like ten locations, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not all here in Reno. Like I want to yeah. spread it out because like yeah, some places yeah. you still want to be a destination, right? Like, like, I'm not trying to have one on every. Corner. This isn't a Starbucks. Exactly. No, this is something. That yeah, you only want a few in the city. Yeah, but mm-hmm. like Fernley needs some love. There's nothing out there, you know, mm-hmm. Tahoe, like. Northern Nevada in general. I'd be, I would yeah, Carson. Conquer the local, yeah. conquer your yeah. local all, pond first. Yes. All of Northern Nevada. Yeah. You get that. So, I mean, like, you know, if you get like three in Reno Sparks. Fernley, then, Fallon, yeah. Carson, mm-hmm. Minden. Yeah. You need one out Truckee, there. Truckee, yeah. Tahoe. Yeah. By yeah. Tesla. See, let's go. There. There's yeah. 10. Yeah. Get that by Tesla. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, engineers that's a, that's probably... A, that's his own city out there. That's true. I'm 100% down <laughs> with it. 10 years, who yeah. knows, you know? I mean, yeah. There might I can't be a whole city out there. They might have a new city out there. Mm. Like, that's not East Sparks. That's... Sparks. East Sparks? What is that even called? Um, like eventually, like Rockwood. once they start building homes out there, they're yeah. it's gonna be yeah. they're gonna Just name their city. Homes? Yeah. I, I don't know, dude. It's there's so many people that work there, right? It's like yeah. I think like thirty thousand people. Damn, and, and, that, right. and, that's, and that's at Tesla only. Yeah, that's not at like Babies R Us and all the all other, the other shit. stuff. Out Google's there. putting a giant facility out there right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and in the Southeast Connector, aren't they putting like twenty thousand more homes yeah. in like that right huge there. area? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so we can go in any of those spots. Yeah, and that's, the cool that's thing too is like as we were, we kind of already talked a little bit, but like if we were lucky enough and like if that were to happen to open like a second or third location, like we'd get even crazier because like now it's yeah. like <laughs> I don't know, like I couldn't wait. Like okay, now we got a little bit of money, like we could have like an architect design something and not like us and like yeah. I don't know. Have you, you guys, you guys did ceilings? great. You guys did great. It's thanks. awesome. Like the place I know. I can't wait. Looks great. Yeah, thanks. So check it out. Coffee and Comics. What's the address? 940 West Moana, Reno, Nevada, 89509. It's like across from, uh, you know, that uh, huge shopping center over there. Where, yeah, Lakeside and Moana. Lakeside and Moana mm-hmm. Shopping Center. Deli yeah. Town, Palace de right over there. Ben's Liquor, Cross Street. Everyone knows what that is. <laughs> well, we're yeah. going to take our first break here, uh, Caesar. We uh, got some new music for the people. New hotness. So my song of the week is Deception and Woes by Apollo Brown featuring Clear Soul Forces. And this is off the new album called Sincerely Detroit. I didn't listen to this song, I don't think. I don't remember the one with Clear Soul Forces. I'm uh, excited. All right, all right. So I'll explain later. So listen and enjoy. Salute. Yeah. I push the limits with selling supposed felonies instead of Tyler Innes. Niggas is murdering hoop dreams. I'm more like Clay Thompson. Best releases is off screens with the lip read. Got more bad but talent, no sick free. Wow. Orlando magicians, more clouds, I'll be ripping. Penny pinching till I finally go and snatch me a grip. Stash my dopium. Yeah. Put my life on that. The job Pinocchio. Uh-huh. Say my name is vain more than once. You're probably overdosed. Uh-huh. I'm pinned by a swine and it's keeping cities afloat. Like helium on my papyrus. The live ship don't slip. Sleep yeah. on my wave like Uncle Live and uh, try this, produce fresher than your grocery list. Flowing, I'm supposedly focused on moments like this. My yeah. presidents, past the presidents, uh, clear my path, proceed to the presidents. Proof on the truth, this evidence. Uh, Sam Cook, my change gon' come, I'm uh, sure of it. Uh, we run the game, control the city, got the clearer souls. These streets is raging, it's getting shifty, so let it bang. CSF, we making history, crowds yelling, whoa, let it go, sound sticky. Run the game, remote control to the city, got the clearer souls. These streets is Rage and it's getting shifty, so let it bang. TSF, we making history crowds yelling, whoa, let it go. Yeah, yeah. Sticky, sticky. I close my eyes and drift off to the cyber. Rage to crush a cypher. Uh, give it to your top five writer and then invite him to a CSF. Death Quando show. No regular. Uh, climb up on the speaker. Imagine it's the top rope. Swan time. Moon sock. Leg drop. Coast to coast. Uh, with these thoughts not coming down till I finish them. Cause I still ain't easy with my skin. Living in Michigan. That's why I stay on stage. Till they pull me over. Just trying to buy more time. Until they pull me over. Uh, damn, she just like that. Yeah, nigga, it's like that. I love and live in color. But I still gotta talk that white like it's more to get 
Bentley or Mike Jack. Yelling at the people, I sweat like a thousand bullets, just gunning, hoping I reach it. They drip, looking deceitful, deception and woes. It's usually how the diamond encrusted necklace of gold. Oh. Is it me or could it be that maybe time is moving faster? Walking natural disasters, aftermath, uh, tragic like nobody knows what happened. News, camera crews flashing, niggas passing by, trying to get the scoop. Caution hazard and the boys in blue laughing shit because they already knew the pistols made it official for them to draw and point a pistol make a mill another mirror fuck another soul loss no you hate the sauce tripping on some chocolate infinite knuckles granite leather skin can't let it wear me thin Vero, have you on the whim shit blinded beating them can't even recognize the wind just shine don't sell your light then replace it with diamonds caught in a pattern of rhyming cookies smoking downs shit is joined around a great amount of times in this moment we rise mountaintop type walk skies and if only in my mind i'm for real while i peel every label ever levied against me know your enemy we run the game control the city got the clearer souls these streets is raging it's getting shifty so let it bang tsf we making history crowds yelling whoa let it go sound is sticky we're in the game remote control to the city got the clearer souls these streets is raging it's getting shifty so let it bang tsf we making history crowds yelling whoa let it go sound is sticky sticky uh no matter where the story is, predetermined paths in life by many chlorians. Wouldn't have found myself without a trip to the Orient. Don't mind cash you in front of the Gundam statue. We're trying to catch you and tell you a nine to five is what's best for you. Under pressure, your mind minor for diamond restitute. Solitude, my solace is way before college. Seeking more knowledge itself over knowledge and welfare, even knowledge itself. Took me a while to find introspect. Sight beyond sight, the sort of moments my intellect. The introvert, conjure incursion of hella verbiage. There's a war on the quality of what we present the earth with. Gatekeeper mentality will keep you beneath the surface. How strong is your honor? Power through the adversity. Yeah, Padawans turn Jedi just off of skills alone. But the rank of masters political, drop the lyrical. We run the game, control the city, got the clearer souls. These streets is raging, it's getting shifty, so let it bang. TSF, we making history, crowds yelling, whoa, let it go, sound is sticky. We're in the game, remote control to the city, got the clearer souls. These streets is raging, it's getting shifty, so let it bang. TSF, we making history, crowds yelling, whoa, let it go, sound is sticky, sticky. Welcome back to the Caesar Song of the Week, Deception and Woes by Apollo Brown featuring Clear Soul Forces. Uh, I just love the album. It's been on repeat since it came out in the car. and just You know, I love those soulful, sa- like the, the mm, sampling he does is just... Very Jay Dilla uh, influence, So obviously. smooth, yeah, with the jazz and the soul. Just very laid back mm. beats, but you know, they spin yeah. bars over him. So the whole album is like Sincerely Detroit or Sincerely Michigan, I forgot, but... um. Yeah, it's just all the rappers that you know and love from Michigan. So it's awesome. Or don't know and love and need yeah. to learn. Like Clear Soul Forces. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right, well, next up we have our movie of the week, which is Terminator Dark Fate. No spoilers, but tell us. I haven't seen it yet. How was it? Um, Pretty good because it's hard to follow one and two because this is supposed to be the third. Right, yeah. all the other ones now are bullshit. Yeah, exactly. They've been bullshit too. But uh <laughs> but yeah, so it does really good and it just it's just hard to follow up those one and two. Especially so, two. Yeah. I mean I two came out at a perfect time for me. I was like ten years mm-hmm. old. That movie fucking changed it, my life. But it's it's yeah. good. Yeah. Um <laughs> so fucking cool. It it does a lot to uh play into one and two and it also does some to the other movies, you know, as well. But uh it's definitely tip of the fitted. Nice. Mm-hmm. Dude, I wanted to see that so bad. And then me and my girlfriend, she wanted to see uh, Maleficent. 
So I had to see Maleficent. Mm. That doesn't look that so, bad, actually. It was that actually pretty. I, was, pretty, I, saw, was the, pretty, I saw the preview. It was, was pretty like, badass, actually. I was like, okay. Because Samantha was like, oh, that's the sequel. I'm like, there's another one? Yeah. yeah. I kind of want to watch that now. It was a pretty cool war scene. Uh, Angelina war Jolie scene looks like really good as the evil fucking witch yeah. or whatever she's playing. Yeah. I was like, damn. But it just wasn't Terminator, though. Right. You can go again, though. I mean, yeah, yeah. You can go again. <laughs> but yeah, it's, but, it's, it's, the story's yeah. good. Uh, Sarah Connor's back. Badass. That's the cool. That's what She's had so me. badass. She's Once so I saw badass. Sarah, because I rewatched Terminator Two recently, and I was like, Sarah Connor is such a fucking badass mm-hmm. in Terminator Two. Yeah, like it's amazing. But so that's all I'm going to say because it's just oh, yeah, don't so, so much awesome. Shit. Definitely, I was going to try to see it this um, week, but I didn't have time. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I definitely want to see that. I want to see that more than Joker. Uh, mm-hmm. I want to. Yeah, I saw that one because I was like Terminator. I need to see that before the Joker, but. Probably see Joker this weekend. I mean, how cool was the liquid one the first time you guys saw that shit? Dude, so tight. <laughs> and this one, he's liquid too. Yeah, but like also can tra- transform into so what it two is two different ones, right? Yeah, he could be uh, the Terminator, the skeleton, and then a uh, liquid one. So there could be two attacking you. <sighs> the future's crazy. And <laughs> <laughs> the Terminator t- uh, Judgment Day was uh, like 2029 or something. Yeah. It's coming yeah. Up. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's coming up. Skynet, they got fucking those robots now that can shoot guns. Shoot guns, <laughs> open so doors, uh, do Olympic What could shit? possibly go wrong? Yeah. You have indestructible, like, very hard to destroy robots. Like, mm. they're, like, knocking it down and stuff and, like, hitting it with metal bars. And it's still, like, shooting perfectly on target. Yeah. Oh. I mean, they've yeah. made dozens of movies about this. Come yes. on, people. Skynet is scary. I feel like we've kind of anticipated that, right? Yeah. Like we've seen no, the, the craziest thing. Um, Google has uh, successfully got that uh, quantum computing. You see that that they said they claim that they've been able to pass the test of doing more, anything more than like a regular computer can do. Like the calculation they were able to solve in like yeah. two minutes would have taken like a computer like ten thousand years to do or something. But it, there's still it's debatable terrifying. right now. But that that one computer could like completely. Take up um, all of um, encryption keys around every everything would no longer be encrypted. Wow, that'd be insane. <laughs> Scan it. I'm on your side. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Put it on wax. Me too. Spin on wax. <sighs> Anyways, mm-hmm. I know Skynet listens to us for sure. <laughs> World news time. <laughs> uh, a lot of stuff. It's been a couple of weeks since we yeah. talked, but uh, elections was this week. Uh, what, the woman who was fired for flipping off Trumpito's uh, motorcade two years ago was elected to uh, a local. Uh, her local community in Virginia. So that was something that made headlines because she was on her bike when Trump's uh, limo went by and there's like a picture that went viral of her flipping it off and she got fired for, for that. Really? And now she got elected uh, into office. Mm, that's awesome. Yeah. So salutes to her and, and a shout out to Virginia for yeah. <laughs> the people out there. And then yeah. Beto, Beto dropped out of the race for president. He's no longer running in the Democratic primary. Who cares? I mean, yeah. and Bloomberg replaced him. Fuck Bloomberg. He's just throwing his hat in the ring now. It's like what the fuck? Like that's one thing you know. Trumpito's got rich white guys feeling themselves. You know, like Tom Steyer yeah. and and Michael Bloomberg should not be running for president. They're just <laughs> like, you know, they're just like rich dudes. They're like, hey, if he can do it, I can do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's made a lot of people feel brave about things. This... Bloomberg at least had. Has had some political experience. Yeah, he was the mayor of New York, but yeah, but still, also, I don't like him. I won't vote for no, him. No, he's yeah. why is he joining now? There's not. He's not going to fucking catch up to all these other people. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. 
<laughs> Same to you, Beto. You're only you're famous for losing. You couldn't. I mean, sorry, he's famous for losing in Texas. That's he lost closely. Mm-hmm. This is America. We don't reward, reward stuff like that. No. Yeah. <laughs> we reward winners. Only W's here. That's it. I'm sorry. Go win some things, then come back to us. <laughs> like go t- handle Texas first. You could even win in your own state. Why would I want to vote for you in Nevada if the people in Texas didn't want you? I'm just saying, yeah. bro. And I feel like people in Texas are almost the same as people in Nevada. I mean, kind of. Mm-hmm. Large Hispanic population, at least. Yeah, then like like cowboy ranches and stuff. Like, I feel almost the same. A little bit. <laughs> Texas people kind of, we're way less douchey than Texas people. Yeah. Too. Yeah, they like everything big. And, and they like going around saying how they're Texan from yeah. Texas. Yeah, they also want to be their own country, so. Um, yeah so uh, I don't know we'll see how this shapes up now that Beto's out and Bloomberg's in yeah so next uh, what Microsoft Japan yeah so they went to a four day work week and their productivity increased 40% yeah so basically they're still they're doing more with less work time yeah and like you said earlier uh, the whatchamacallit, cutting hours and stuff yeah. to save up. So Yeah, makes sense. Mm-hmm. I can see it. Yeah. I mean, happier the, employer, yeah. happier employees do better work. I mean, people don't accept the five-day work week just for, I mean, it was a hundred years ago, it was common for people to work six or seven days a week. So, Twelve-hour shifts. Yeah, like yeah. you had Sundays off to go to church, basically. And that, that was the only day you had off. There's plenty of office jobs where you drag out four days of work into five. I mean, right. Tons of yeah, <laughs> tons of jobs. Yeah, like it's stupid that that's just the way things are done, and it's not considered like, well, what are you really doing? If you don't have anything to do, would it be better for you not to be open that day? Mm-hmm. And just, I don't know. I'm not a whatever. <laughs> I'm just saying. Obviously, <laughs> some people are starting to do it. We'll see. If this gains traction, I know like amazing. the city of Sparks, like it. when yeah. city of Sparks started going to four day work weeks for some of their employees to save money and nothing really changed. Yeah. Like yeah. a lot of their offices are closed on Fridays and I mean, people get mad sometimes when they forget about it, but like services haven't been really affected. Yeah. I'm just I'd love it. I was like an employee if I was and doing They got that. to choose. Yeah. They, and, they got to choose yeah. whether they took Friday or Monday off. Nice. Yeah. You could choose a day and, um, you can even staff up and have enough employees to be open seven days a week if you want, but just you know have at least yeah, 30, 32 hours. Yeah, everyone works 32 hours instead of 40. Like I'd just be so much happier <laughs> if I did that. You can just pursue other projects because I'm working 40 hours a week and doing this on the side. So mm-hmm. if I had, you're another, closer to like 80 hours a week probably right now. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, you're there with Saturday and Sunday all day probably for the most part. Yeah, yeah on the weekends. <laughs> Alex has been doing a lot this past week. I mean, I live with Alex. I haven't, I never, I saw, I went five days without seeing him and we live in the same house. (laughs) It happens. I was like, oh, hey, there's Alex. It's like, oh yeah, I forgot we lived together. He's still alive. Because he gets home like usually at night and by that time I'm like already getting ready for bed. Mm -hmm. That was Alex's idea to be open 5.30 a.m. till 8 p.m. Yeah, that was dumb. I hate mornings too. Go open a coffee shop. Yes, we have coffee when we get there. Cause, man, it's <laughs> yeah. the worst. Five thirty—that's so early. We might adjust it, but I mean, yeah. What time, <laughs> so when you go in at five thirty, what time are you leaving here? Well, I'm in at five. So well, you're leaving here like four forty-five. Sh- the goal is to be there at five. I'm there like five fifteen. We'll, we'll be mm-hmm. real. Um, 
Yeah, like you, when you set up, you, like we have to dial in the espresso machine every morning. So it's not Starbucks. You don't just turn it on. You're good to go. Like you get everything ready, and then you start pulling shots, and you taste them. You see where it's at. You time them. You do ratios. You do what you have to do to make the coffee taste good. Um, and then once that's done, you start, you know, doing everything else. You brew your drip coffee and set up the patio or whatever. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. The goal was to catch people who live on that part of town on their way to work. I, I mean, I've seen – I know people who – have been excited that you're open that early, so I understand. Yeah, we'll give it a shot for a while and see. I mean, yeah, maybe the weekends we're starting to see. No one really is up at five thirty on a Saturday, so maybe, we can maybe push that back seven. to like seven. Yeah, on a weekend maybe. I mean, whatever. It's an option. We'll suck it up. I'll be there. Yeah. I, might, <laughs> I might not have a smile on my face yeah. the first ten minutes, but like, yeah, ten minutes. That's all it takes to put a smile on your face. I mean, I'm pretty happy, dude. Generally, so and, like, and my yeah. work like four thirty is when the smile comes. Out. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you got to start your own business. I've, I work twenty hours a day and I still smile. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, back to the news. Uh, the ACLU. This is some. This is some Skynet type stuff. <laughs> is suing the FBI for secretly using facial recognition technology to track Americans. Mm-hmm. So they've been secretly using mm-hmm. this technology to track people, like your movements, your habits. Uh, to I don't know what. I mean, there's all sorts of things they could do with this yeah it's like on uh, captain america's civil war where they're like they're, they know by your habits where you're gonna vote what you're gonna do and stuff like so, that. so yeah the fbi is currently collecting data about our faces irises walking patterns and voices permitting the government to basically identify track and monitor us the agency can match a request and match of our faces against at least 640 million images of adults living in the u.s and it was reportedly piloting Amazon's flawed facial technology surveillance uh, program to use this. So the ACLU filed, filed a, uh, a briefing in court to, to get them to stop because this is fucking crazy. Yeah, China's doing it. Yeah, that's what they're saying. Like this is what's going on, you know, in China and Hong Kong. But uh, yeah, they're saying since 2010, the FBI has monitored all sorts of different civil society groups including like racial justice movements, Occupy Wall Street, environmental groups, Palestinian activists, ICE protesters, uh, and people from Cuba and Iran and other countries of interest. And just general targets, I'm sure. Yeah, and they're just wasting tons of money on this. I don't know if they're wasting, they're definitely using it. (laughs) But I mean, like, this money could be used for... Mm-hmm. Other more more things, and they don't like, have like you know, no one over no whole no over <laughs> drones. No one yeah. oversees them. They don't have any transparency. And there's no oversight. So no one really knows what's going on. And yeah, and they said MIT's found that facial recognition technology can misclassify the faces of dark skinned women up to thirty five percent of the time, and other people of color up to twenty five percent of the time. So one out of four times, it's wrong. <laughs> well, Skynet. Don't hurt us. It's even like it's like when they had a. Remember when the Wii came out or the the Xbox thing came out and like it couldn't see people of color. Oh yeah, because <laughs> they no one had they the, never tested the it on people of the color. Bar the Connect bar w- wouldn't pick I up. Know that was a <laughs> yeah, like people with dark skin because like they'd only tested it on white people and they didn't think like That's so pathetic. like people would have problems. Yeah, like if you had like. If you're wearing like all dark clothes and you had dark skin, like it wouldn't register mm-hmm. you as well. That thing failed for multiple reasons. So. <laughs> it's low key racist. <laughs> they weren't. They weren't using FBI technology. That's why. 
And then uh, Twitter has banned all political ads for the 2020 election in response to Facebook refusing to even take down ones that are lies and false. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good for Twitter. Yeah. And yeah. fuck Facebook. God yeah. damn. Mark Zuckerberg. <sighs> he looks like data from Star Trek. That's what they said. Like, Mark Zuckerberg looks like a robot that's mm-hmm. just been asked if they're a robot. <laughs> <laughs> error, error, error. <laughs> Error, error. I know you haven't seen a new Silicon Valley, but like the first <laughs> episode no, I've has, seen it, yeah, yeah. has a thing where yeah. it's like him testifying. Yeah. But he yeah. does way better than Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, that's good. Who always, yeah, looks like Mark Zuckerberg always looks like a robot just got asked if he was a robot or he Yeah, was. just data with the spray tan. <laughs> Have you seen the the great hack on Netflix? No. They go into detail about like the Cambridge Analytica stuff that they were doing. Oh, Brian was watching and that. And the yeah. Trump campaign was basically, they had an office. Cambridge had an office and Facebook were all there together, basically creating this algorithm that could target people that were like on the fence. And then they would send them personalized content to those people. And they won West, uh, Wisconsin by like 71,000 votes. So it was like, they just targeted like the swing States where they had the most people that were like, yeah, what do they call them? Um, persuadable. Well, persuadable. Yeah. Salutes to Twitter for not allowing yeah. this because so that type of shit. They're, when they're, they like AOC asked him, like, could I make up something you know is false and put those ads on Facebook and you would take them down? And he was like, no. So you can literally just say whatever you want, and even if people know it's false, like mm-hmm. Facebook won't do anything about it. But people will think it's the truth, though. But if you yeah. show a fucking nipple, oh, whoa, dang. whoa, whoa, you're out of here. You're out. Yeah. No nip slips, Janet. In <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next one, uh, people were getting Valentine's Day text messages in November. What? Yeah. So um, I think it was like T-Mobile or um, their provider. It's like they're blaming it on third-party stuff, but people are getting like their their uh, Valentine's Day texts in November. Why? <laughs> what happened? He's got lost in the Matrix. What? <laughs> and then they're finally Someone getting it. Up. Yeah. This is a less mistake than that one guy in Hawaii that pressed like the alarm saying that there are bombs, missiles on there. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, so it's a less mistake than that. Yeah, that, like emergency text went out saying that Hawaii was about to be attacked. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Skynet like, was just sending some love. Like here you yeah. go. That was just Skynet testing yeah. us. That yeah. guy's yeah. not real. Yeah, but yeah, prove it. Thought it was weird. Skynet, a little AI error. So it's, he's not all, they're not 100% yet. When Guilfoyle yeah. makes the, the AI bot for himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he makes he's it He's like, for what him. happens when my <laughs> AI bot interacts with your AI bot? Shit <laughs> shuts down. It's fucking tight. Uh, technology is scary, people. Not as scary as space. No. But close. Space is fucking weird. I was, <laughs> space is legit. I went on a YouTube thing this week, like Wormhole, and was watching a bunch of science things about like, how realistic space travel is it's just like no like there's just so many millions of way people can die even just going to mars and then like just elon musk the hasn't really addressed yeah. like the gravity thing and like bone loss and everything they're like yeah like astronauts can only spit like the guy who spent for like was up there for one year for months afterwards he had like headache and dizzy pro- dizziness problems as like his body adjusted to like the gravity and like force of earth and then, like, any astronaut would have, like, would be there three to four times longer than he was. And, like, how would they address that? Because then you, because he's like, you go from Earth, then you'd be in space where there's less gravity, like, microgravity. Then to Mars where there's, like, a little bit of gravity. Then back to space. Then back. So it's, like, all these things. They're like, yeah. we have no idea how the human body's going to react to that. Didn't that guy also have, like, 17% of his DNA change? Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, that's a small detail. Like radiation? Because there's just radiation yeah. out there. That was the other thing. Yeah. They're like, it's there's so, they, you, you can't. It. I'm so down, though. <laughs> yeah. Send them. Send me to Mars. <laughs> they didn't know. You guys are fucking first. crazy. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's just yeah. like, it, you know, it's like the St. James settlement and shit. Or like, people are going to go to Mars and everyone's going to die. It's just gonna be yeah. Like, that's exactly <laughs> what it's going to be like. The first, the first three groups. Couple, first three yeah. groups, yeah. The first couple. It's going to be Lord of the Flies out there. <laughs> yeah. like, Lord of the Flies, jumping Spring- up like weird, like, animals. Like, gonna, like we've yeah. all seen the Martian. Like, we've all mm. seen gravity. Like, shit can go wrong so easily. Gravity, you know? gravity. And people are but, literally just watching you die. from like, my, like, oh... Terror, like, people thought the same thing of like going out in the ocean, crossing the Atlantic. Yes, you know? and they lots of them died. Yeah, yeah. lots the of them thing. died. It's gonna be the same thing. But like, or the, the westward thing. expansion. Too, Kevin, like here's the thing though: human lives are worth more now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, 500 years ago, like individual human life wasn't really valued as much. <laughs> now, like, like people like. Now I think people still want to go. Everyone, that's like the human nature. Want to right? But like, I feel like people don't understand the stakes. They're not yeah. being told yep. the truth about the stakes. Just yeah, in the yeah. reality TV show, because I just want to watch. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, if you look in like 1700, like, so you know, a certain percentage of people died crossing, but like in like 1550, it was way higher. Yeah. Or just the like westward. 1550. Yeah. Like say with like yeah the westward west- expansion. Like in 1835, 1840. It's way different than 1865. Yeah. So I'm just like, the first 10 to 20 years of this, a lot of people are going to die. Yeah, then mm-hmm. there's like a lot of garbage up there that people don't <laughs> like. It's not like space that you see on the TV. There's like satellites like all shredded. and like, Well, those, that garbage will kill you too. Yeah. It's moving at like, what, 35,000 miles per hour? 178,000 miles per yeah. hour. Yeah, a little short. Yeah. That's so why you need Star Trek, the deflector. If that, like, if one bolt hits your ship... Like if you're in there, like yeah. oh I'm dead. Yeah, that's fun. Well, yeah, that's what happens in gravity, basically. Like yeah. one little that's nick in the armor, that. and then she's floating off to nothingness. Scary shit. Yeah, yeah. like I, like some of my students were talking about. I'm like, Psh, nope, hard pass, yeah. <laughs> hard pass. Fuck yeah. Like I don't know, man. You're young, so I guess like you. I've lived a lot. I want to <laughs> keep doing it. Yeah. I'm not ready to risk it. <laughs> some fucking weird genius's vision of me going to Mars. And plus, you're like human sacrifices. Yeah. <laughs> like you're sacrificing yourself for the betterment of humanity. There'll be plenty of people that will sign up. People Guaranteed. just want to go. Yeah, they people don't, will they're not trying up. to better anything. They just want to go. Oh, your should, last, they should. need to watch some science fiction movies <laughs> and see like how their last moments will be horrifying and painful. No, we should uh, put the flat earthers first. <laughs> True. So I then, mean, that's. So I have all kinds of ideas. Like, oh my god! So then I have a lot of theories on who should go first. So then they see it's round, and then they kill each other and die with the, the bolts in space. Like I watched the video of a uh, Felix Bumgardner jumping out of the balloon from a few years ago. Uh-huh. First comment was someone saying how it was fake and staged, and like all of her reasons. And I'm like, <sighs> she's a flat earther. So you're gonna send her to Mars. I mean, they, those those should be the people. Yeah. Like, this shouldn't be possible. So you have or nothing you take to that, worry uh, about. Would you take that the what is the um, the Virgin space thing? So you can pay and just go up to space. Would you do that? Or it goes up and I would down, do that. So yeah, you, yeah I would do that way go, before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, that'd be awesome. That's that way pretty, safer. Yeah. I mean, it'd be a like, commercialized. It's only that's like upper atmosphere. It's not real space. Yeah. It's like fake space. No, I think this one will be real. I think I heard on um, NPR saying it'll probably cost the same about of like a small home, like probably two hundred grand or so. 250 and you I mean, actually go up rich, to space i guess i'd do like, that you'd maybe. actually go up to no, orbit i mean no i don't know how rich and what circumstances i'd have to go through to be like all right let's just waste a couple hundred grand on this yeah i don't know 
then they could be I feel like there's other things I can do to be adventurous, like being black in America. I feel like I feel like this is white people shit. Yeah. Like their lives aren't dangerous enough normally that they go out and do stuff like this. Yeah. People of color like no, eh. I'm already my life threatened on a regular. <laughs> yeah, I'm a regular. I don't need this extra thrill. Yeah. Like this, white people do extreme sports. Like yeah. my life's too safe and boring. <laughs> I need to go risk it to get an adrenaline yeah. rush. Or like people are kind of like, I'll just argue with the cop one time yeah. and see, and maybe I'll survive. Maybe I'll <laughs> make a shot. <laughs> little little Russian roulette. Yeah, like it's just different. You know, it's different levels. You know, different people need. Yeah, <laughs> get it. <laughs> uh, 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 Real quick, you gotta say R.I.P. to John Witherspoon. Oh, the to dad, pops. The, the dad from Friday also was granddad oh, in yeah. Hot Sauce Mambo Rio. Granddad in Boondocks. Uh, he was in, I mean, everything. Like, yeah. He was in. So he was in Soul Plane. The blind guy in Soul Plane. <laughs> he was the dad in. Uh, uh, what's the, the the movie with Martin and Eddie Murphy? Life. And David Allen Greer, no, like from the early 90s. I can't, th- I was just watching it. I can't think of it. <sighs> Anyways, where he plays David Allen Greer's da- dad and like the, the mom is also in there from whatever. Anyways, salutes to Pops. Make sure you put hot sauce on your burritos. Yeah. <laughs> How come every time hot I'm in the kitchen, yeah. you in the kitchen? <laughs> <laughs> How you find your day off? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he's so, a great father figure. Yeah. Yeah. He awesome. he's, a, he's a father figure for the culture. He's like, don't tell nobody. <laughs> All the time. Full he's of like, life lessons. That's why I love my job. Mm-hmm. I, I put my foot in a dog's ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just in there all day. Uh, salute to you. Yeah. Uh, all right. So many good memories. Mm-hmm. But uh, next break, uh, we're gonna play my song of the week. Also, some new music off the new Gangstar album. It's called Bad Name, and I'm excited because we're going to watch the music video right now because it just came out, and it's got some special guests I heard in the music video. So Mm -hmm. check it out. Gangstar, Bad Name. Listen and enjoy. Salud. We're still here. Some of these widows wouldn't act so cavalier. We all know that the game has changed. It's crazy out here. Rap's got a bad name. Think about it. What if bling never happened and the true artists were getting rich from rapping? Where the gods, some should give. Let's delete the politics so real hip hop can live. Beef is what's up now. Careers are getting shut down. The media wants something needy. People are fucking greedy. Music and culture is like a foreign language. You'd be better off staging a fake beef in Spanish. Compadre, can you handle the whole way? Ideal skills, watch them swallow your whole plate. You used to support your fam off of this. Now you can't even buy spam off of this. And I don't deal with swine. I ain't Dr. Phil. I truly help you heal your mind. Nowadays, it's like everybody's losing it. Instead of them preserving this gift, they're all abusing it. It's mad drama. They want us reaching for the llamas, causing hysteria. They need hip-hop criteria. And they forgot about the blood, sweat, and tears. Now we see the results of all the blunts, chicks, and beards. Word to God, if Big and Pac was still here, some of these widows wouldn't act so cavalier. We all know that the game has changed. It's crazy out here. Rap's got a bad name. Think about it. What if bling never happened and the true artists were getting rich from rapping? Word to God, something should give. Let's delete the politics so real hip hop can live. Live, live, live. I, 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 I hate telling 
Welcome back, guys. That was Bad Names by Gangstar. Oof. So good. Check out the music video. It's got uh, Guru's son mm-hmm. in it, wrapping uh, his parts. Yeah. And, uh, D- of course, the, gr- the greatest DJ premiere. Dude, and it's awesome that a guy from Boston and then a guy from Texas could help the New York sound. Yeah. Like, they were just embraced. It was and, awesome. And cre- create that New York sound. Yeah. So, uh, salutes oh. the Gangstar. Yeah, and, like, the album just sounds like a album from like Schwinn put it into perspective he's like 2007 but now but like it's weird like you traveling in time yeah but so to you Schwinn I know you're in the car listening to us all right so now we have the meandering questions are you guys ready for this meandering questions yeah Kevin we've changed it since you were last year I can't spell meandering (laughs) that's why you do finance you do numbers yeah (laughs) not letters No. no all right so we'll ask you a series of questions. Give us your best answer as possible, okay? First question, Marvel or DC? And it could, be, I mean, it could be anything, not just the movies. I mean, like, recently it's Marvel, but, like, mm-hmm. overall when I was a kid, it was, like, DC. Like, That's how I didn't they say had it. awesome characters. I don't know. They just been really dropping the ball hard, so I can't mm-hmm. say DC. Yeah, my favorite character, Batman. Ever since I was a kid, Batman, like the comic book, uh, the show. The animated series? Yeah. Greatest greatest cartoon ever. Yeah, Yeah, I watched that so much. So Batman was always my favorite character. So DC, but the movies now are Marvel's better. Yeah, they just, they dropped the (laughs) ball. Who's your your favorite character growing up? When I was a kid, it was X-Men. It was like Wolverine, Cyclops. Cyclops was a bitch. I know, yeah. I know. <laughs> I, I was Actually, no, no, Gambit. Gambit was the Gambit was, one. And, like, Gambit was super cool. He never got he, the proper love either. Because uh, season and I talk about like Ninja Turtles, like Wolverine is like Raphael, but Cyclops is like Leonardo, but yeah. like way worse Leonardo. Yeah. yeah, everyone made fun of Cyclops. He was the Cyclops is like the asshole. Nerd. Like, yeah. Like preppy nerdy yeah. guy, yeah, stuck so. up for no reason. Yeah, oh, that, like follows all the rules. Yeah, little Mark ass bitch that is girl, his girls, <laughs> couldn't, girls couldn't get taken yeah. away. Yeah, he couldn't you figure know? out his power yeah. fast enough. He always yeah. took too long to like. No, Gambit was always super cool. He should have had some. Uh, some Gambit solo like stuff. And, and like the cartoon was like really like when people got introduced to him. I feel like mm-hmm. the X Men cartoon because he just got in the comics when they relaunched it in ninety two. The story of the X Men the X Men show is crazy too because it like. They didn't want to do it for so long. That was like where like I got started in like the comic stuff. Was the X Men cartoon? The X Men cards were my biggest thing. Like those little trading cards were so dope. Like, oh, I, I like, still have some. Yeah. Man, like those, Pokemon like, cards, but the X Men and yeah. the stats. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was like the first card phase for us before Pokemon came out. And like they had some of them were like because they knew you'd put them in like a binder where like it holds like nine cards on one page. So then they'd form. So like they'd a have whole this collector thing. thing. Yeah. yeah, and like it'd be like a it was cover. smart. It was smart. They knew so then you they buy doing. twenty thousand packs to get your covers because you're missing one. I'd, until we were talking about this recently, I had forgotten that I used to buy those because like, I went from like baseball as a little kid to like mm-hmm. in football, mm-hmm. and then like as I got older and moved here, it was all about basketball and then X Men and Magic cards because I was a nerd playing Magic. It's <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> yeah. All right, next question. Cheeseburger or pizza? Cheeseburger. Cheeseburger. Where's What's your, your favorite? favorite? Um, favorite like can that I can go to like often. Just uh, your favorite burger, yeah. and that'd be awful, awful here in town. But awful, then awful. if I'm gonna like get a burger, that'd be like In and Out. Okay. I'm like Alex? super similar. I don't know. It's like <laughs> pathetic. Um, <laughs> I've had a few things around town like recently that I should have had a long time ago, like Ryan's. 
Um, How was Ryan's? Did you like it? I really liked it. And then I was I like, it's good. Yeah. I was bragging to somebody and they were like, oh, Ryan's like, oh, it's not that great. I'm like, dude, it was pretty awesome ass birthday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Royce. Oh, Royce. Man, Royce. I had Royce. Solid. Yeah. So this yeah. her birthday yeah. this week. Had, yeah. a, had a Royce burger on Monday. Yeah. And it was delicious. Yeah. God, it's been so long. Yeah. On Monday, they got the deal. Mm-hmm. Beer and a burger for ten bucks. Mm-hmm. But there's just something about the awful, awful. I think it's like where it's located too. Like mm-hmm. I haven't had one. Of them I just forever. I haven't either. I get maybe like one a year. Oh, I haven't yeah. had one in a couple of years. I smile so hard when like I'm, I don't know, I'm probably wasted too. But like it's always <laughs> just the best thing. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, you're drunk and all. Yeah. Always yeah. sober. I feel like if you got one sober, you wouldn't. I never. Good. I never thought of it that way. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Who would be your dream celebrity promoter for your shop? <laughs> Oh man, easy. Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner. Come on. <laughs> Hawkeye. We love Hawkeye. Hawkeye, yeah. we love you. Come down to the store. <laughs> he have, you guys, might have, to re- have you guys seen what's been going on with him with lately? Little no. music hey man, I'm I'm down with some Ford commercials. His music, first of all, is terrible. <laughs> come on, come on. It's, awful. it's not that bad. I like but then it. like last week he was just like he was uh like threat got a trouble, like he was like threatening his girlfriend and like Sent her videos like what? saying he was gonna kill himself. Oh yeah. no, man! Oh, oh man! Hawkeye, like, yeah, just Hawkeye, don't let me down, man! You're, <laughs> you're yeah. the Reno Avenger. Supposedly he's had like threatening violence, like threatening to kill his girlfriend and shit. Yeah, uh, maybe not. I don't Dude. know. I mean, just, like, he's the one he Avenger who lives in town, so like we gotta you know start there. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Maybe. But if not, um, yeah, I think it's like not. some. There's so many. <laughs> yeah. And if any star came to our shop, would be awesome. <laughs> no, but, I mean like shoot, yeah. man, you like Robert Downey Jr. there, like. Yeah. That'd be awesome. There's so many. I don't know. If I could get like a real life Pikachu, Val, that'd Val be cool. Val Kilmer's in town. Yeah. Dude, he, <laughs> he looks old. Val old and washed, yeah. washed up for sure. Val Kilmer looks like Val Kilmer's mom now. I feel like Val Kilmer <laughs> should start making movies now because he looks so ter- like way different. But I feel like if he acted the same, it'd be great. Because f- I'm scared. I want him to be Iceman again in uh, Top Gun. Top Gun. So oh. I just want him to do that. Ex- yep. the teeth chomp. Chomp. He's so, like, Expectations are so high yeah. for that. I, I mean, that movie was so fucking cool when you were a kid. <sighs> thousand percent. I was like, highway it's the best. To the when I danger zone. When I looked up the soundtrack, I th- I didn't know there was more than one song. Yeah, what? That's yeah. what I what? thought. The whole soundtrack is fire. Are you yeah. kidding me? No, because no, because I it is good. <laughs> but like, it's the only song they play the whole movie though. Oh no, it's so good. I still to this day, whenever I'm on an airplane, when I take off. I look out the window and I picture myself on a motorcycle racing the airplane <laughs> every day. To this oh, day, shit. I still do it. In your white so like, t-shirt, yeah, hundred oh, percent. I'll shit. I'll open the window. I'll look out the window if I'm on like the like an aisle. I get like real sad because I'm like looking for like a window to find every time. Top Gun. And the soundtrack. You guys are probably the same size. Gotta be fire. Too. The soundtrack's gotta oh, be fire. Yeah. yeah. You and Tom Cruise are probably the same height. I feel. Yeah. I, yeah. That's true. Respect for the Dude, short guy. That's what we need to do. A photo shoot. We'll get I got friends with motorcycles and we'll get you a top gun. Yeah. I yeah. got a motorcycle license. I can yeah. ride. Get me an old Suzuki. Dude. Sweet leather jacket. Dude, we're doing it summertime. All right. The yeah. best gift or whatever. Like spend money on. Do you like a fucking a jet ride? How cool would that be? You like pay money and go do it. Oh yeah. Be awesome. Especially oh, I <laughs> might have I might have an in on that actually. <laughs> yeah. Boom. Yeah. Nice. I might F- have an in. F sixteen? Yeah. Oh, I might nice. have an in. All right. So, next one, favorite franchise comic or otherwise? Ooh, man. You got these specifically for you. I, I can tell. I like that. I appreciate that. I just got to stay X-Men still. Let's X-Men? Just, yeah. Like, I don't know. It was my classic. It was my go-to. Like, they've been kind of running the whole time that, you know, 
I've been around too, so there's yeah. I followed. I mean, I feel um, like Modern X Men when they redid it in '92, like that's when it, re- and then the cartoon came out like a year or two later. Yeah, but they've had you know tons of movies since then, you know, good yeah. and bad. Like obviously, the it's first not... yeah, the first movie came out in 2000, and they've just been making them. Yeah, ever since they've gone a bunch of cool directions with it, and they have cool spinoffs like Silver Surfer, and I don't know, just a lot of other little things too. Cool. For a second though, I have to call someone out here. The other night, Braden said he thought did not like Thor Ragnarok, what and the thought fuck? yeah, what and the, thought yeah. X Men Apocalypse, which he called Apocalypto, was better uh, than Thor Ragnarok. Apocalypse, uh, so, yeah, no, he came uh, into the store complaining about Ragnarok, and like there's a lot of people around. And I I couldn't make a scene. <laughs> I couldn't no, like. no. He came into your shop yeah, talking yeah. to shit. Yeah, yeah. Dude, tell you me. You were at the basketball yeah. game. I was like, I'm what gonna, is wrong with you? You've just nah. lost all credibility. Dude, if there's like five stairs, I'm going to push him down. <laughs> so he's kind of hurt, you know, and like still lives and he knows his lesson. Yeah. It must have been really, it must have really hurt him because he just was talking about that. Talking. Yeah, yeah it was, uh, this was yeah. Tuesday night. He shared that with us. I was like, Thor Ragnarok's like the best one. Yeah, he was so throwing good. Goldblum under the bus. I'm like, what did Jeff Goldblum do to you? He looks great in that movie. Maybe he's just too old and is out of touch, doesn't he? <laughs> I don't know. But anyways, Kevin, your favorite uh, franchise? I'd have to say probably the only thing I got like really involved with was uh, Walking Dead. Okay. I'd say, you know. I started with the TV show, but then I knew knew it was a comic book series. I just didn't know how like big the universe was and just how much. Like the show still is like 100 episodes behind the comic series right now. I can't believe it's still going on. I finally gave up on the show. Actually, <laughs> once, well, I'm happy yeah, it's it behind changed. it on like, uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that, that fucked up. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mike said, "Salute to Mike." He said he was in the shop this morning and saw yep. someone dressed as a a uh, Walking Dead character. We had so many people in this yeah, morning dressed up. It was awesome. We had the whole group came and like all dressed up. We had like Damn. seven different groups. They were all totally different. We had Mike. One other cool thing with the shop is like getting to write down people's like character names on their drink. <laughs> so yeah. like this morning, today, me and Elisa had called out drinks for Eleven and Hopper. Um, so we had some uh, Stranger, <laughs> Stranger Things, things. in there. Yeah. Had a bunch of Overwatch people in there. So I was like, oh, I was like, you know, got a mocha for Diva. Like it's just, <laughs> yeah. it awesome. makes my inner nerd so happy to like give Overwatch people a coffee. It's yeah. just. It's funny you mention your inner nerd because the next question segue. It's perfect. Goes perfectly. What is the nerdiest thing about you? Oh man, I don't even know. Hmm. I don't know. I'd say just my obsession with Star Wars for my whole life. Like being able to. Like, the coolest thing ever when I was a kid was, like, when one of the new prequels came out. I forget which one. But I got to, like, miss school that day because my dad was big into Star Wars. So, like, getting to miss school, going to see it. you learned about metachlorians? Yeah, man. His metachlorian count was off the charts. So it was unheard of. <laughs> That's what gives him the special powers. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like, the nerdiest... I've, I've done a lot of nerdy stuff, too, though. Like, I remember I, probably the worst was, like, seventh grade. Me and all of our friends, uh... That was when we were big into Dragon Ball Z. And that's when, uh... What was the store? Anchor Blue was big in the mall, oh, okay. and Anchor Blue was, was selling these giant, Anchor graphic, huge Dragon Ball Z shirts. So we thought we were the coolest thing ever. By like the whole, all six of us went, and we each got like our big character print on our Dragon Ball Z shirts, and we each vowed to wear that same shirt for the whole first week of school. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is awesome. That's the nerdy yeah, part. Yeah. So, Damn. Yeah. Stuff like that. And, yeah, looking back, I, was, I mean, I had bad I used to buy Dragon Ball Z posters well into adulthood. Yeah. I had them hang up in my room all through college, and they're awesome. Like they're still going along, like with the story, oh, it's so good. like the tournament of uh, yeah power power that's on YouTube now. So it's like two hours of fucking just man. You can go on Crunchyroll and watch them all for free. Yeah, yeah. 
Shout out to Crunchy Bro. Kevin, what would you say is the nerdiest thing about Alex since you've known him so much? <laughs> yeah. Damn, about Alex? Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's a hard one to answer. He's pretty just nerdy. He just knows everything about like, you know, all the comics and series and stuff. I, I'm the one that's asking the questions. So how do you not know this? What are you doing? Yeah, you he's, he said some now. things, and I'm like, you, you can't yeah, say I mean, that out I, loud. I, I yeah, yeah, yeah. I, we know we lived with. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, go go in the bathroom and Google and shame. We had, to, we had to explain the different uni- like <laughs> DC versus Marvel, certain that some of the certain. Which we're bringing him up to speed. He'll, yeah. he'll I'm up there. to speed. Now. What's the nerdiest thing about you, Kevin? I'm sure it has something to do with drums. <laughs> yeah, I can say I mean music. I was in marching band all through high school and all through college and stuff. It's pretty nerdy, and I'm a super Reddit nerd. Say too. So. Marching band did have some cool parties though in high school. Damn. They weren't all Those nerdy. Were fun. Yeah, I mean well, they were nerdy parties. What's but. the nerdiest thing about Kevin Alex? <laughs> it's gotta be the drumline stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. I don't know. Like, like was, every once in a while, I'll yeah. see someone post something on your Facebook, and I'll just be like, "What the <laughs> fuck is this?" Remember the time we were at uh, Sean's and you and Sean were watching? Dr- everyone's drunk, having a good time at the house oh, yeah. party, and like him and him and Sean are on YouTube, like playing drum like line. different mar- drumline and marching yeah, band videos. He knows the like, scene. What the fuck <laughs> is going on? It's like two in the morning. Yeah. Everyone's taking shots. Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> Like, oh, this is a Tennessee, this is a performance from the <laughs> yeah. University of Tennessee from 2006. Yeah. No, Russian drum corps, DCI. <laughs> yeah. if anyone sorry, knows, if yeah. anyone sorry. Listening, sorry. Yeah, if right, anyone Sean. listening know, right. will know what DCI is and know that way. No one listening knows what yeah. DCI is. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> but if they do, they'll understand. Caesar, what's the nerdiest thing about you? Uh, so many things. <laughs> it's tough. Yeah. I have uh, all those little kid, the, the kid robot dunnies. The collection. Yeah. Your dunny collection. <laughs> yeah. That shit's out of control, you know. Sneakers, obviously, you know. Hip hop. I get mad at people when they, like. I can't even talk to people about hip hop yeah, music now because it's just like no, like you're too. I'm too. There's there, there's just so many people too much in the golden era hip hop, and there's more than that. It's a culture, not just the '90s. I mean, I have to say, I play Magic: The Gathering online <laughs> you still do <laughs> on xbox and yeah the, he, and he plays it like every time i come it's in yeah. and so surprising i even got it on my laptop so i can play the the real game that i just got into that yeah that's one nerdy thing i think we all have in common is video games yeah i'm a yeah. rocket league nerd so are you i have taken my rocket league nerd even i <laughs> i like practice yeah. and shit now bro i watch like training videos yeah. and shit online so Sean training fucking like training room simulation yeah like practice one specific <laughs> shot like yeah over and over yes yeah. i'm like all right i gotta get in a half hour day i gotta yeah. get better i gotta move out of platinum yeah it's, it's good watching it because he's like my teammate fucking sucks yeah like, always like, you know? always talking shit on yeah. his team. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, like today, I only talk shit when they start talking shit. Cause you know, like if you're, you're bad and you mess up, I'm not gonna talk shit on there. But like when people fuck up and then they start talking shit to me, I'm like, bro, you fucking are terrible. Yeah. I'm not saying anything to you, and like you're making that like. Anyways, I love yeah. when we're about to game and like the, like Sean was just playing Rocket League like fresh, yeah. and he just gets on, and he's just all like hyped up. He's like, damn it, this last people were just bringing me yeah. down, like. Cause I don't talk shit. Yeah. Like I try to be po- good. I'm a good teammate. I try to be positive. If they fuck up, I, I'm always like, no problem. Don't worry about it. Like I, you know, because you have the message thing. I never fucking like call people out. But like once people like, it even makes me mad. Like I've been playing, you know, because I've been doing good lately, playing like winning, and like my teammates talking shit to the other team. And I'm just like, bro, like come on, <laughs> shut the fuck up and yeah. like play. Yeah. But uh, yeah, video games are frustrating, man. Yeah. Yeah, as but, we saw earlier. 
So I started oh, playing the, um, the Division. That's like the least frustrating game. It's just like fun. It's just it's just shoot. Easy. Yeah, it's because it's not like real online. Like you're fighting robots. Yeah. With with a team though. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's easy. Yeah. That's why I need to stop playing. Yeah. <laughs> you got to have games like that though. Like I got Mario Kart that I play on my Switch like that I could like just smash through a couple levels and like just have fun. Yeah, Red Some, Dead. Yeah, Red Dead is like playing a movie. Yeah, Some I those, still haven't finished that. Have you dude, finished I, that? Yeah, no. I finished that. Last I year. Tell us that, dude. Yeah, I was. Don't like, tell anything. No. <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything. But no, it was. I was definitely sad after. And it's like you're playing a full movie. You're like a full. Well, and they're bringing yeah, out The crazy. Witcher on yep. Netflix, series, yep. and I That's never crazy. finished The Witcher game. Like Mike never, played I never through. Played Witcher. I started it, and I was like, man, there's too much going on. Right. Okay, yeah. Man, it's like a those lot open world games are too much. I wish there'd be like a Fallout movie. Kevin is obsessed with yeah, Fallout. Yeah, I love he is Fallout. Obsessed, yeah. That was my only open yeah. world game that I got into and played a shit. I couldn't get into that. that. Yeah, you let me borrow it. I couldn't really. have it back. Same. Yeah, still have it. I think you still have my Battlefield, too. <laughs> All the games I have are right there. I feel so bad for my parents looking back. Just blew so much money on video games. Like I'm so glad they did, but I spent I all my so money much. as a teenager on video games. Yeah, so did I. Mm-hmm. So many, so many. Yeah, yeah, the PS2. yeah, they were like fifty bucks back then too. That's, yeah, that's a expensive. lot. Yeah, like I had brothers too, so like we would like strategically. That's you know, yeah. Like you know, we'd get one for our like yep. my birthday's in March, Shannon's in July, Bryce's in September. So we're always getting like a new game. You know, we would strategically awesome. ask for games as they came out. Make sure you didn't get double game. Like, whoa, right, yeah, whoa. Like, we don't both need NBA 2K. One. We just yeah. need one NBA 2K. But it was true freedom when you got, like, your first system. Huh? When it was, like, your own. When I got my first PS2 and Brandon and play video games, I was like, <laughs> this, is my, this is my own. Oh, Kevin, that's when I, was like, I didn't have that till college. <laughs> oh, man. Because, like, you know, my brother, like, I had we had different systems in each room, but, like, someone... Was always you know, playing it. Yeah, someone would always be waiting to play it or something. We had like a rule in my house. You had to set a timer. 30 minutes. What? And once the timer went off, the next person got to play. Oh, that's annoying. Oh, yeah. So like my I, sister yeah. would do that oh. just to be spiteful. She'd be like, I'm setting your time. <laughs> just to be fucking spiteful just if you're time? if you're fucking playing it's something. Yeah. yeah. You can't even get in the mode after 30 minutes. That's no, the thing. No. So then like so like if you if two of us were playing, we'd be like, you gotta wait an hour if we're playing, you know, yeah, right. with each other. But like we'd be cool. Like me and my brothers would be like, all right, you're playing right now. Like, all right, like I'm gonna play later on today. You guys are reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. You're saying? yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> are, you saying, like, are you saying yours wasn't? Like, no. no. Your no, brother Brian wasn't reasonable. No, no. The Wolfons are not reasonable <laughs> at all. Yeah, all, it'd be all like all whoever woke up earliest has started playing. Yeah. <laughs> and it was in my brother's day. room, so like I just wake up yeah. at fucking seven thirty on a Saturday or something. Just be in the room. Just be in the room. They're fucking sleeping. Just in their fucking room. Don't mind me. Yeah. yeah. Be like, what time do you start playing? Uh, like, like an hour yeah, ago. Yeah, like, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll be done like half hour. Yeah. Ten minutes All right, ago? wake me up yeah. when you finish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not waking you up. Uh, 45 minutes later, like, oh, I'm trying to beat this up. <laughs> That's so frustrating. I'm so glad I didn't have that growing yeah. up. Yeah, you guys have another struggle. No. All right, uh, last question. Dinner with three other people, so you plus three, dead or alive? Oh, man. That's, that's tough. I don't even know. I mean, you've got to throw out, like, like Jesus probably be a sweet homie to have there. He's got a lot of stories. <laughs> Turn water into wine. Yeah. I mean, does all kinds of things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like, like Einstein. I mean, blowing it away, mm-hmm. like, trying to get some, some knowledge. You could teach him how to tie his shoelaces. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could teach Einstein a few things, yeah. I feel. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. He probably sucks at Smash Bros. I'd probably whip him on that and feel really good about like, myself. He died, like, you know, what, 60 years ago, 70 years ago? So... You could probably teach him about Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> Get some wiffy lessons to Einstein. I mean, that's I put that on my resume right away. 
Um, so we got those two. I don't know. You need like something like a wild card, like Genghis Kong or something, to like just really <laughs> mix it up. He would have some crazy ass stories. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of, I was just reading how like Genghis Khan, Genghis Khan like influenced all of Russian history because of like the way they fucking took it. Yeah. Like, he yeah. Like, ruled half the world. Like. Yeah. And had half the babies as well. Yeah, it's like eight percent of eight yeah. percent of all people in Asia are like descendants what? of him. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know that. He yeah, would like it's so crazy. crazy. I, mean, I guess no, so, he would literally wow. conquer and then like he have some girls all kinds of stuff and then like, impregnate yeah. everyone. Yeah, wow. yeah, he wasn't a very good guy. Yeah, <laughs> and he would like kill people if they were over, like taller than him. Oh man! So like when they conquered a place, but yeah, like the entire like history of Russia's influence because like they controlled all of Russia. And like Moscow was the only city. This is so fucking nerdy. <laughs> Moscow was the only city that they fucked with. So like Moscow became the most powerful city in Russia because they were like the go between between the Mongols. Oh damn! And of all the rest of the Russian cities. I love it. Yeah, it's awesome. And then eventually they were like the first ones to defeat the Mongols in battle in like the 1400s. Damn, that's what's awesome about having a history guy. Yeah, I'm and that's cool. why Russia Russia isolated itself from Asia, Europe, and the Middle East because they were kind of ruled by the Mongols, so they had their own thing going, and that I no influenced idea. them all. I mean, all the way to this day. Huh? Yeah. Fucking Genghis Khan is one of the most influential people in the history of the world. Yeah. So I'd have a dope ass dinner party. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. Like that's a, he's, <laughs> a good, he's a good. I mean, I probably wouldn't live. He probably well, I'm short, so I'm not taller than him. So he yeah, wouldn't, he, he wouldn't, wouldn't kill me, be right? Too threatened. We'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Because yeah. he probably likes fighting games and shit. I'm pretty likable. Yeah. yeah. He probably good at like Mortal Kombat, the Street Fighter and shit. So yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He loved the fatalities. Like oh, what? Yeah. Oh yeah. We're uh. A hyper hyper combo. <laughs> hyper combo. Yeah, get some killer instinct. Combo breaker. <laughs> what about you? Kevin? Yeah, who'd your three be, Kevin? Oh man, been trying to think. Yeah, you had time to think <laughs> yeah. about it. Come on. I think I'd have like badass musician there, so definitely a drummer. Uh, Danny Carey, drummer from Tool. Okay, he's okay. fucking badass. Talk music, drums with him. Let's see. I think like Obama. <laughs> It'd be awesome to have Obama there. That'd be the coolest dinner party for sure. After yeah. that. Smooth yeah, jazz and Obama. Give, offer him some cigarettes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Smoke cigarettes and drink wine with them. That'd be awesome. Then I needed like a wild card too. I think it's just someone funny like Danny DeVito. <laughs> Dude. Awesome Danny Murray. DeVito's pretty fucking funny. Yeah. Like you have the penguin with you? Dude? Yeah. Yeah. He has to wear the penguin outfit yeah. too. No, yeah, that was like my first I real He probably movie looks too. like that in real life. <laughs> and I've just seen Danny DeVito in a... It's always sunny. He's fucking animal. He makes fun of himself. Like I saw... People were like saying how the prime minister of I think Denmark, they're like the prime minister of Denmark looks as if he's like he posted the prime minister of Denmark looks like as if I dressed up as Bernie Sanders. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. That's a good. Nice. So what Danny, about you guys? Yeah, R three. Yeah, you can't just throw questions one way. It's not easy. It's tough. Who would your three be, Caesar? I would definitely have Biggie on there. I would. Let's see. Uh, probably like one of my favorite photographers, Martha Cooper. And, oh, dude, I don't even know. Hmm. Yeah. It's a tough question. Yeah. You're, like, yeah. you're like, hey, any person thing from like all the time. Yeah. Just having dinner. Like who you? Pick out of these I don't know. Maybe, 20, the, interesting maybe the aliens who made the pyramids. Shit. 
Aliens didn't make pyramids. Fucking black people did. Yeah, just a disregard from human mm-hmm. life. Like, how do they make them? They didn't give a fuck about slaves. Yeah. They just worked for them to death. Years. Well, like yeah, for like I mean, they put it together, but they might have had like an alien like designer, blueprint. yes, yeah. alien architect. There we Don't go. give me on the give, aliens. Stop selling kids. humanity short. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways, there's I, aliens out there. Though. I've seen a UFO when I was. A they're kid. not fucking with us. <laughs> Aliens don't give a fuck about us. Think of it. We're fucking stupid, worthless fucking society we're like killing ourselves. Experiment. They watch over they could, us. Yeah, they're they, just they watching could, us. They could be the same, Like, though. maybe they'll intervene right before Skynet kills us or right mm-hmm. before we fucking launch <laughs> nuclear. They'll be like, yeah. all right. Like, they're fucking dumb. We should save them. Like, they're probably arguing right now, like, whether they should intervene or not. <laughs> like, how long are we going to let this go? Are we going to let them kill themselves? Yeah. Well, yeah. if they kill themselves, they deserve it. Like, yeah. It's like Stan Lee and the so, Overwatchers or the, the Watchers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. It, that's definitely how it is. Like, they, people are like, are you like, like, why would aliens take over this shitty fucking planet? Resources. They're just going to yeah. wait. All they got to do is <laughs> wait. Got it. No, all they, they got to do is wait like 200 years till we're all dead. <laughs> Come in. Might even be like yeah. two years. Yeah. <laughs> some, some guy might have his little crummy fingers. <laughs> Oh, no. Sorry for yeah being so pessimistic, but like, yeah. come on, if, if they're advanced enough to travel through space and super far, like they don't give a fuck mm-hmm. about us. We're just fucking maybe they haven't planned us yet. Maybe just like a rich alien just messing with us. Like, hey man, this is cool. We can just go yeah. fuck with planets mm-hmm. right now. They just yeah. wa- they just watch us. Yeah. Like, look how dumb they yeah. are. <laughs> Think about it. It's yeah. like us watching like chimpanzees or something. Exactly. <laughs> Before right, we kill them. What's yours? My three. Definitely have to. Have, I, I'm a philosophy nerd, so I'd have Plato. Uh-huh. Nice. I would have Tupac. Ooh. And then my third would probably have to be a wild card. I don't know. Someone fucking crazy now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you yeah, have Plato, Tupac, and like, I don't know. I do like how one of you had Biggie and one of you had Tupac. <laughs> that was pretty awesome. I'd already thought of Tupac before you said Biggie, too. <laughs> Um, I don't know, like Ben Franklin or something. Ooh, nice. He's got stories. Like, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Ben Franklin. He'd be awesome. Different points in time, different perspectives. Yeah, just get us all wilding out. Mm-hmm. Have get lost in the sauce. They'd be, they'd be like, oh, you have so many sauces here. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. They'd be so blown That's away. That's the thing. I have to pick people who I know all three of them would enjoy it, too. Like, Ben Franklin partied. Plato fucking enjoyed a good life. Obviously, Tupac was down. Have a good night. Yeah. So, yeah, that would be my three. All right. Nice. Well, congratulations on some answering questions. You guys made it. Sweet. Yay, thank you. Good job. Yeah, we, we changed it up from the random questions because... Like the meander. The rapid the, fire. The, they, uh, yeah. yeah they, the they meander. The me- like a river. Meander. Yeah. Can't say ocean. that word properly. It's a meander. tough one. I messed it up earlier, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, local news. Local news. The police are found... Like, we need to update this. They found the vehicle, they think... Hit that Wooster student. Now they're just looking for a person of interest. Oh. They found out instead the other night, I think. Dang. Yeah. So if you guys have a 14-year-old girl yeah. was hit uh, walking crosswalk to school the other morning, hit and run. Red truck drove yeah. away. She just was got here with her family. Her mom had just dropped mm-hmm. her off, yeah, like down the street or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's sad. So uh, lastly, before we go, make sure if you are listening – to go and write us a review and rate us wherever you are, whether it's iTunes, Google Play, whatever. Please uh, rate us. Leave us a review. It totally helps us out. Move up the uh, the charts and stuff. 
yeah let us know if you like us hate us or think uh we meander too much <laughs> and then uh, make sure you check us out <clears throat> new new news k-wink now is 24 hours a day so you, not only will you hear up of the mix every friday from 9 to 11 but you will also hear encore every saturday from 1 to 3 so you can mm-hmm. hear us now twice a week and they want us to do more but i don't know how nice. we could possibly uh i'll talk to you about it later dude, that's, that's already uh, tom and yeah, you got tom nothing and going Brit. on dude they need to hire us an assistant <laughs> that's already. what they said uh, we had a whole conversation about it but i have talked to Britt and tom separately because i'm down to make content but they need to start editing. <laughs> like i got I, like, I, I don't know how we could possibly i got a more. fresh baby we give you guys <laughs> two hours every week yeah but uh make sure you check that out listen to k-wink become a member if you haven't They've reached the 500 member goal, but could still use your support. So you can even do the half K Wink, half Holland membership, five dollars each a month for ten dollars a month. That's like a beer and a tip, at a good at a good bar, or a coffee and a tip, or a coffee and a tip. Mm-hmm. And then make sure you go check out Coffee and Comics. Tell them where it's at. Yeah, nine forty West Moana. Rio Nevada, eight nine five zero nine, right next to Dilly Town and Palace the G. Coffeeandcomics.com. And uh, tell them the nights for your events, too, if they're looking for specific events. Yeah, so so far, Tuesday nights are stand-up comedy. Wednesday nights are game night. Thursday's going to be a rotating, so it's like when the storytelling will be. Mm. Um, and then probably smash tournaments on Sunday. And more to come. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so I have a band <clears throat> plan there next week, too. Yeah, yep. So keep an eye out. Follow Check. us on Facebook. Yeah, stuff's going to be changing all the time, so just follow us on social media. You'll Facebook and Instagram, right? Just coffee, yep. in, coffee, the letter in comics. Check him out, Alex Farside, Kevin Wilfon. Uh, a tagliner. Well, I just we'll just say coffee and comics. I Perfect, guess. Yeah. Thanks for the love. There we go. Yeah. yeah, thanks, thanks for having us guys on. Come on. Uh, anything else we should tell them before we go? Um, it's cold outside. It's, it's actually hasn't been that no, bad. No, but it's like I feel it's I, coming. I, I feel winter is coming. Cuffing yeah. season's in full effect, yeah. but yeah, especially when Brian has he cuffs on the weekends. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm, no comment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's, he's even cuffing, so everyone has to do it. <laughs> All right, awesome. we're going to leave it at that. <laughs> All right. Listen and enjoy. That was another episode of Up in the Mix. For more info, go to www.upinthemix.live or check them out on Facebook and Instagram at upinthemix.fuck. Uh, Not fuck, oh shit. <laughs> this is Tony Medellin from Lasting Dose Tattoo. You are up in the mix with <laughs> the poppy with the dad body, the Nar Mr. R, and Kendall Derek Palmer, only on a full moon.